This is Creative Mindframe, and you're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening. And welcome to uh, a special broadcast on here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM. <clears throat> I'm Michael Dow from Civil Politics, and uh, I'm joined by uh, my uh, Civil Politics cohorts, Jamar Roberts and Sue Timberlake. Uh, Jamar are once again doing the production work. And also uh, the whole crew, or at least most of them, from uh, Occupy the Airways. We've got uh, Bob Gardner. Pocky Weiland, uh, Stephen Linsky, uh, uh, <clears throat> Bruce Miller, and uh, Emikon Tudien uh, uh, from uh, Occupy the Airwaves. And uh, we're here to try and, uh, well, highlight some of the interesting stuff and also talk about uh, uh, some of the uh, important things that the national media might not be talking about. So... Um, yeah. Uh, so, hello, everybody. Hello. Hi, Michael. Oh, how? Hey there, Michael. Greetings, Michael. Oh, Michael. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, as I always say, put me in front of a microphone. I'm happy to start talking. <laughs> it's getting me to stop. It's true. So, um, uh, the news, uh, you know, the big news uh, uh, outlets like uh, Associated Press and whatnot, have called a few states uh, for each candidate, um, but I don't. I don't think they've got anywhere close to a, a, a decisive amount uh, for anybody. Um, Definitely not. The, the 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 big news is at the moment um, based on the currently available results, which aren't complete or determinative. But at the moment. Uh, to uh, the surprise of, of a number of my friends who live in Ohio, Ohio is sort of trending towards maybe being uh, a win for Joe Biden, uh, as well as Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and maybe even Texas, which is just bananas in pajamas, as they say. Well, Texas has 65% of their vote in. So it's not uh, trending yet. It's trending, but, uh, you know, um, there's going to be a lot riding there. It is uh, currently like, 49% to 48% in Texas. So close. So very close. So the states, just so you know, Michael, um, called for Biden before we came on was Maryland, D.C., Delaware, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Illinois, New Jersey, and Maine, three of the four counties, and already um identified for Trump is Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Missouri, and Oklahoma. So no surprises there, just sort of expected. Yeah, that's uh, not a total shock at this point. Um, has has the, the, the one congressional district in Maine firmly gone for Trump, or is it just they haven't decided yet? I haven't yet. decided when I saw the news. I don't know if that's changed, but... Um, and I'll be I think... checking the election results through the, through the night, so... Um... Was Mitch McConnell? They they called it for Mitch. I thought earlier they have called it for Mitch. Yes. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. He's re reelected. Yeah. 
So just just wondering uh, here in Massachusetts, uh, you know, I can't seem to uh, uh, get uh, good results. Have we seen anything beyond like they're calling the presidential race for for uh, for Biden, which is not a shock. But I mean, like, are there any results yet on uh, the, the ballot questions? We have seven percent uh, reporting right now. Um, right now, uh, no on two is trending. Oh. oh no! Yeah, uh, it is. It is right now. It's forty-eight point four percent, yes, and fifty-one point six percent no. Again, that's ah. just six percent of the state reporting. So we're we're we yeah. got a night. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, question one: the right to repair is going yes uh, at a very high rate, seventy-five percent for mm. yes on on one. So yeah, question two is going to be a close battle, I think. Right. So won't necessarily be able to fix our elections, but our cars at least will be OK. Yeah. So, so let's talk about this for a minute. Let's chalk um, that up as a win and go home. Right. What, no. what do you think? Packy, Packy Weiland. What do you think the, the, the no vote is all about? Uh, is it people don't really understand what uh, that vote is? Well, I, I think that's part of it, Packy. And the other part is that uh, last week uh, Baker came out against it. And I think when you combine the two, people don't understand the question enough, and, you, and a popular governor says, eh, it's going to be confusing and cost money. Ranked that, choice that voting problem. is, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see that, the, that what the governor, our, our wonderful liberal governor, uh, <laughs> that he had come out that way. Yeah. Yeah. But, He's, he cited the expense of it. Which is not based in fact. So yeah, which is really not uh, a lie, really. Yeah. So yeah. As, as to confusing, I don't think it's that confusing either. But you know, no. But I think I don't think there's anybody on this broadcast who's like you know against ranked choice voting. So you know, I guess we are to some extent a choir preaching to ourselves. But um, I don't know. I think the uh, the the argument I've heard that I thought was most uh, cogent, though I, I didn't find it persuasive, was just that um, uh, ranked choice voting would would uh, sort of empower would empower uh, the extremes, so that uh, you know the QAnon voting block would get more power because more people would feel safe to you know I'll throw my vote for you know some crazy QAnon person because. You know, when they lose, I can then vote for, you know, uh, uh, Whitey McWhiterson, the Republican candidate or whatever, you know. Whitey and, McWhiterson? Uh, he's a cousin of mine. What, what do you want? Oh. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. In Maine, um, a friend of mine is actually running for Senate, uh, Lisa Savage, who's been an, a code pinker for a long time. It's part of the Green Party, but there weren't enough signatures to, to for her to run as a Green, so she's running as an independent. And so people can can vote for her and not split the vote because we, we certainly don't want Susan Collins to be reelected. Um, so if if they didn't have ranked choice, it'd be diehard Lisa, they'd be diehard Democrat, and they would split the progressive vote and um Susan Collins would go right back into the Senate. This way, you can vote for either of those two women and uh, 
probably the Democrat who's who's not bad. I mean, she's not as good as Lisa, but she's not she's not anywhere near as bad as Susan Collins. So, uh, you know, just if if people look at at how how it breaks down, uh, other than you know the QAnon people, thank you very much. <laughs> You know, Pocky, I, I think that uh, that helps that explain why why Baker uh, opposed it. Um, it's very bad for Republicans ranked choice voting in a state like Massachusetts. Right. This is uh, Bruce the Miller. Is the 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 as is Bruce the the yeah. standard Democrat centrist Democrat Democrat slightly left of center Democrat the Deval Patricks of the world are not going to finish lower than second. The Republicans will often finish third. And if there's going to be somebody who finishes first, that's a surprise, it's gonna be a progressive, not a reactionary. And so the, the Republicans are gonna make the cut less often in ranked choice voting. And that's why Baker opposed it. He's, I agree with Steve, he's a popular governor. And, and I don't know about you guys, I haven't seen any advertising explaining what uh, uh, question two does. So I, I think Baker was very, very influential in, in filling a vacuum. And I, I agree with everybody that's unfortunate. Uh, I just want to mention uh, that we I, we forgot to play this at the beginning of the hour, but our views and opinions do not reflect Valley Free Radio, Valley Free Radio organization, board members. These are our opinions uh, that, we're, that we're broadcasting right now. Oh. So what I happened? Mine, was, there's, I thought there's mine no did. Guarantee. I didn't hear it either, but that's yeah. That's I didn't because okay. I forgot to play it. It's it's certainly <laughs> worth worth mentioning. Uh, you know, whatever stupid things come out of my mouth, uh, you guys can't see everyone else cringing when I say them. But really, honestly, <laughs> uh, I want to I want to make uh, uh, one uh, insert one point. In this Steve Linsky, just so it's in the back of our minds, and it and, and of course much of the vote is out, and particularly of course all the West Coast is out. However, as we sit here in this moment. Donald Trump is losing the electoral vote, but winning the popular vote. <laughs> so it's true. So if that held, wow. I doubt that's going to happen, though. I I do too, but I would be I would be darkly amused by the Republican Party being hoist by its own petard. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have. I uh, just want to let everybody know we are past nine o'clock. So a lot of the Midwest is coming in. Uh, so all the way out to North Dakota, Wyoming, Colorado, Arizona, 10 o'clock uh, is going to be, uh, we're going to have a lot of results and the polls will be closing in Iowa, Montana, Nevada, and Utah. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of curious what you all think of Arizona. Um, how important you think it is and whether you think uh, Biden has got a good shot at taking it. Uh, yeah, well, Arizona's uh, uh, Arizona's a fascinating state to me. Um, I lived there briefly in the 90s for a while because I had a, a friend who needed help and I didn't have anything more important to do than wait tables at a friendly. So I went out there for a while back in 95. And what struck me about it was at the time there was a big uh, uh, there was a big debate about uh, the CAP project, the Colorado Colorado Aquifer Project. It was basically taking water from the Colorado River uh, and uh, uh, running it through a complicated purification process, and then 
feeding it into the uh, municipal water supply for uh, Tucson and Phoenix and so forth. And uh, instead of uh, taking water from uh, the river uh, before it was used for agriculture and industry, this would be like a complicated uh, uh, treatment plant to treat it after it's been uh, through the uh, industrial use and had uh, various interesting chemicals added to it. And what struck me was how, uh, you know, the state leadership, which was strongly Republican at the time, I think still is, but the state leadership was pushing really, really hard for this because of course, you know, their corporate donors liked it. Um, and I just thought, what kind of chutzpah does it take to mess with the drinking water for your two largest urban centers when they're in the desert? Like messing with the water supply of most of your people in the desert. Like, like I was like, how, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, you know, so I, uh, the, it's a state that uh, has long baffled me. <laughs> a, a quick comment from the Republican, if that's okay. Absolutely. So, Sue Timberlake, <laughs> uh, my, my compatriot on civil politics. <laughs> so, and I think, was that um, Bruce Miller that asked the question? About it was, it was, yes. Yeah, so two quick things. One is that McSally would not endorse Trump. She did the most craziest tap dance to not endorse him. Yeah, and the second thing was the McCains both endorsed Biden. And I thought that was very telling and yeah. and and we'll see so the water water politics aside because obviously the water wars in the west are you know they really are complicated and make it makes your head scratch so i i think arizona might be in play a little bit mm -hmm. oh it's definitely in play to steve linsky i mean historically uh the state has been largely republican of course uh the home of barry goldwater but for many years was the goldwater is uh in the Phoenix area and the Udalls uh, in the Tucson area. And so uh, that was the Democratic part of the state, never large enough really to carry um, you know, the governorship, et cetera. But uh, now it's closer. And uh, I think this uh, Arizona will be, will be very telling in respect to how Biden scores uh, in, among uh, uh, Latinx community. Um, and uh, I mean, that's what's gonna decide this race. Um, I'm wondering uh, to perhaps what oh, sorry, Steve. very influence yeah, will influence influence Colorado uh, as well. Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, Michael Dowgan, uh, I wonder to what extent uh, I can't remember his name, the astronaut, Gabby Giffords, husband. Kelly. Uh, yeah, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Mark Kelly, who's Not very Mark popular. Kelly. And apparently, like I from what I saw, was strongly leading in the polls for the Senate race there. Yep. Uh, to what extent uh, his popularity is bleeding over to help Joe Biden? I think uh, Amicon has something to say. Well, I, I was just going to bring up Kelly, but, you know. What about him? Well, if he wins, then that'll garner a lot of votes for the for the Democrats in, in Arizona. It'll be like a, uh, a carryover. If, if a lot of people vote for Kelly, which is a Democrat, then perhaps the state might go... Uh, wind up in the Democratic column this time around. Well, I think, you know, th that and and the uh, and the, the uh, McCain's all supporting Biden. Uh, it would be great to have a, a good Democrat from from uh, from Arizona. The, the current Democrat is uh, is a very interesting woman. 
cinema who um, is the only person who doesn't dress like everybody else very conservatively. This is just a little aside, uh, watching them from the, the, the uh, peanut gallery during various votes. Uh, she walks around looking like she's at a cocktail party while everybody else is at work. And, uh, but anyway, she, she votes very well, so we like her. So, so Stephen, did I hear you to say that, uh, this is Bruce again, that you think that the race turns on Arizona? Maybe I mis misheard you. I didn't say the entire race turns on yeah. Arizona. Yeah. What I was saying you know, is that, um, uh, you know, it, it will tell us a lot about how Biden is scoring with the Latinos. Uh, I mean, that yeah. will con that will ultimately control that race. It's yeah. going to highly influence, of course, Texas and Colorado uh, as well. Um, and, uh, you know, it's one of those hard decisions. Uh, um, uh, uh, neither Trump or um, Biden, for that matter, chose to elevate uh, a Latinx member, a community member in, in their race. Trump did have the opportunity with the Supreme Court no uh, nomination, perhaps to go in that direction. Yeah. Biden had that same opportunity with the vice presidential selection. Neither went there. Uh, and that vote, uh, and that's the, you know, that's, you know, as we go cycle to cycle, that's the one demographic that is rising, okay? Uh, even though it's hardly monolithic, but, uh, but he or she who scores uh, in that community is, is going to be a very difficult candidate to beat nationwide. And I think that if they win Arizona, if, if Biden wins Arizona, that would upset the possibility of uh, the loss in terms of the electoral college, the loss in uh, Florida, which it looks like it's gonna go red at this point. It will help. Once again, as a reminder, uh, I'm a, uh, I, I, you might agree with me, Amicon, that vote suppression can work, for, unfortunately, because uh, the Republicans are working very hard in Florida to keep people from voting. Yeah. But are there any numbers coming in? Because the panhandle's coming in now, right? Because they had to wait. They're, are you they're looking for a Florida? Yeah, yeah, anything in Florida? The panhandle's super Trump country, from what I can recall. Right. I will mm -hmm. check on that the right now. Uh, Let's see, we are at 91% in Florida. Uh, AP is not calling it right now, but Trump is up 51.2%. Joe Biden is at 47.1%. Uh-oh. George yeah. Organson, by the way, it's 0.62%, so she's rising. George Organson <laughs> is the uh, libertarian candidate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, he is, uh, Joe Biden looks like he, he's taking Miami-Dade, Boward, and Palm Beach, uh, Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville, and Tallahassee around there. And, but Trump is taking a lot, uh, like everywhere else. So yeah, but it's closer than you'd think. Boy, not closer than I thought. I thought, uh, uh Biden would make a closer closer fight of it than it looks like he is in, in, in Florida. I wonder how bad a sign that is for him. He's down close to three and a half points. And, you know, with just 9% left, that's not enough percentage of points to make up three and a half. 
Uh, I, I think Florida's Florida's a lost cause for, for for Biden, and and I wonder how how you guys think that affects the probability of the overall yeah. race for Florida to be in Trump's well, column. This is Steve Linsky. I mean, I think uh, yeah, Florida's uh, we can put a fork in Florida at the moment. I think so. But yeah, definitely. But the important yeah. thing, I, I mean, I think Biden can make up, you know, um, the electoral votes. There's no question about it. It's how it plays out. I mean, a, a very good point was made four years ago um, that looking at some of that, it's 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 that belt that's north of Orlando um, that that typically decides Florida, and a lot of those are transplants from the Midwest. Um, and um, so the question is, in that same area, are we going to see a repeat? Uh, we saw four years ago where those transplants are really, for all intents and purposes, reflecting. Uh, the folks back in Michigan, Wisconsin. Uh, now that's that's the question. Now, hopefully, it's a different story this time, and uh, and that's the big story that we're going to be waiting for in the next few minutes here, as those Midwest states start to pour, you know, start to come in those results. But that's that to me, Bruce, is the is is the important aspect of the Florida vote. I just want to break in. Uh, we do have a call. AP is uh, calling Georgia's 14th congressional district Republican Marjorie Green, who is a oh, yeah. QAnon, QAnon. Uh, QAnon person, oh, yeah. uh, is officially elected. So we now have our first official and fervent QAnon supporter in Congress. Yes. So a, let's party about At least about open that. one. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um, so that's interesting. I mean, that that was kind of a uh, that was that was going to happen. It's an incredibly red district. So uh, but yeah, that's fun. Oh, that's that's the district where the the, the very decent Democrat was, uh, you know, just had this inclination that he wanted to run. And the men with guns came out and scared him off and uh, it, it was a it was a really tragic american story uh, this man losing but the crazies winning um don't want to well that follows a long with. historical trend here in america sadly packy oh thanks michael <laughs> as you probably know <laughs> i don't know so um Talking about Florida a little bit. This is Sue again, the Republican. Um, so I understood that some of the um, Latinx vote in Florida was very anti-socialist. And so it's not sort of the, as you said, it's not a monolithic community or population, but that plus the seniors, I'm surprised the seniors have voted the way they have, because a lot of those seniors are transplants from you know, the Northeast too. So in, it, Florida is very interesting at the moment. I think we're all watching it. The thing well, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Packy, go ahead. You know, one of the things about, about the, the Latinx people in, in Florida is you've got the Venezuelan cobble right. and you've got the, uh, the old Cubans. The younger Cubans are, are much more progressive, but you've got the Cubans and the Venezuelans and, uh, and they are very anti anything to the to the left of Trump, and uh, so and so they're very powerful. You know, I, I think you know sometime it would be really fun to look at the the diversity among the Latinx community, as you were alluding to, Stephen. You know, they're 
I mean, every there's all so many differences, but certainly in South Florida, um, they're a pretty scary bunch. I've been wondering uh, what effect the uh, ongoing effects of uh, the the hurricane diaspora from Puerto Rico yes. having on votes around the state, uh, around the country, especially in Florida. But yeah. that's a very good point, Michael. But yeah, I I, I agree with Bruce. Um, you know. <laughs> One percent differential uh, four years ago, and it looks like it's going to be more than that. I doubt yeah. if the panhandle is going to make it any better. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, one one wonders, as as Pocky mentioned, you know, the senior vote in Southern Florida, uh, and secondly, uh, um, the Puerto Rican vote. <laughs> you know, what happened there? And to me, the gap in Florida is an ominous sign for how the night might go. Um, you know, earlier in the evening, there were an awful lot of establishment Democrats like James Carville all over the place talking about a landslide. If this were going to be a landslide, Florida would not be 51 to 47 and a half for, for, for Trump. Um, yeah. It can certainly be made up. I think people who have said that are, are right. And, and Emma Khan says, you know, Arizona would take care of about a third of it. Uh, but but still, uh, I, th I think it's a sign that we are in for quite a, a tussle, in which case the second half of the strategy, uh, first suppress, then contest, uh, I think I think takes on uh, a greater degree of life for for Trump. Well, what sort of uh, uh, tactics do you see uh, coming if the race is close? Uh, lawsuits everywhere uh, to uh, try to stop the counting of mail-in ballots. Different theories in different states, but efforts to stop ballots from being counted um, after tonight. I don't. I, I think the degree of success they'll have is hard is hard to predict, but. Uh, my hope was that, that we'd get enough information tonight to make that strategy a hopeless one for Trump. And I think, I think it's not going to be a hopeless one unless, unless Florida is really an outlier with respect to uh, the, the distribution of popular votes in the other states. Well, it's easy to insert a snide comment about Florida being an outlier in many respects. So, sure it is, all the way back yeah. to 1876. Yeah, absolutely right. I actually don't know what happened in 1876 in Florida. Uh, well, Florida was one of the three states in the, in the infamous Hayes-Tilden election of 1876 when Reconstruction ended. Right. Uh, that that uh, Miami-Dade was the last county in the United States to come in, and, and Florida eventually was called for the for the Republicans, but uh, but but only by a commission uh, established uh, to resolve a disagreement that even the House couldn't resolve. It was one hell of an election. Yeah. Well, is, do we have anything? Do we have anything on Georgia? Any anything more recent on Georgia? I will check that uh, out right now. Um, yeah, uh, Trump's ahead, uh, fifty six percent to forty two. Well, that's that. And how, how much do we have in from Georgia? 42%. Georgia, you know, that's looking to me, that is so different from where the polls were in Georgia, which were about even going into today, that if it's 56-42 Trump mm -hmm. with 40% of the votes counted, I think now we're looking at a situation where possibly the polls were as wrong maybe wronger 
than they were four years ago. I know I'm, I'm, I'm sounding pretty, pretty gloomy here uh, on very little data, but I, I'm frankly surprised that that at that kind of a gap in Georgia. Well, we all, well, again, you know, we only have 42% of that vote. Yep. So and we might not have Atlanta yet. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but to Bruce's point, um, this is actually the second time because four years ago, there was a lot of talk about Hillary even winning Georgia. And there was a lot of time and effort spent there. And, and the same here with Biden. He was, they were down there like yesterday. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, the numbers may flatten out a little bit, but the point, the larger point is there is, there is a new South growing. There's no question about that, but it isn't there yet. And it is still surprising uh, when you see the calculations that are being made, like I say, in terms of, you know, it coming down to Georgia being, you know, one of the last four or five states that the, you know, Democrats, um, um, you know, stayed in till the end, uh, where the, if there's just a misread, because it's just, it's not going to be close enough uh, to have warranted that. Um, but in any event, um, I, I don't know uh, if I would at, read. Boy, look at that gap yeah. between Purdue and Ossoff. Yeah, Ossoff was ahead right. by a couple of points. I'm looking at, uh, so what um, Bruce was saying is uh, we can all see my uh, what what I'm showing on screen. And by the way, if anybody uh, listening on, on broadcast would like to join us on Twitch, we are streaming live on there. So if you'd like to join in the chat or anything, it's twitch.tv slash press start morlock that's my personal twitch anyway we have uh purdue at 57 percent and john ossoff at 41 percent uh so but again we don't have we only have 42 percent in and atlanta is very small we have at most 10 percent um in the atlanta area yeah um augusta we have zero percent uh, mm -hmm. So we basically all of these all of this voting is from the smaller counties. Yeah. So uh, yeah. this is yeah, Georgia still still has a play. Yeah. Definitely still in play. Definitely. Because John Ossoff is, was has been doing very, very well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did want to bring up uh, something interesting from Florida. Uh, we have their ballot questions. Uh, and I thought like the first couple, especially um, the uh, amendment one states in the con states in the Constitution that only U.S. citizens who are 18 years or older can vote uh, in elections. So it's a, so only citizens can vote in elections. OK, uh, and the minimum wage increases the state minimum wage to fifteen dollars by 2026. Uh, the first question is going to it's is 79 to 21 that's happening uh i don't really know the details on requiring citizenship to vote but the really interesting one is question two raising the minimum wage to 15 percent with 93 percent in it is 61 to 39 good sign in, in, in florida so raising the minimum wage to 15 dollars an hour yeah that, i don't think that's surprising I just think it's really great. <laughs> great. It's great. Not necessarily. Most people wage. live on How wages. Not the not the work of others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we still are waiting. We have 10% in for question two. 
Uh, yes on two is at 46%. No is at 54 And right to repair, I think uh, it's 11%, 72 to 27. So we're still waiting on a lot of votes from, from Massachusetts. Uh, I'm looking at, uh, I'm watching a little bit of this on uh, television, and uh, according to the Electoral College, uh, Biden's at 89 and Trump's at 54. Right. There are some, there are some uh, different calls. I'm seeing 115 to 120, uh, 40, oh, sorry, 122 to 92. The BBC so, is reporting 89 for Biden and 72 for Trump, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, New York Times is... Uh, saying 122 to 92 they're usually kind of conservative with uh with their calling like they haven't shown anything for florida yet so uh i would say that right as of right now with the states that we know are going to go like new york was never going to go for trump um but uh so right now it's uh new york times is saying 122 to 92 uh Decision Desk is about the same, uh, and the AP is exactly the same. So, so what was the AP one again? One twenty-two to ninety-two, and that's Biden with the lead. Uh, yeah. actually, it's just, no, yeah, it's Biden. <laughs> oh, I won't mess that? with you. Uh, but yeah, it is uh, Biden one twenty-two, uh, Trump ninety-two. Biden is ahead. Uh, is is actually behind in in the popular vote um 48.5 to 50 percent with trump so yeah that would that'd be really funny if if he didn't get the popular vote but he won the electoral college the irony of 2016 it's not funny um it's it's a little it's just it's 2020 funny that's what it is uh <laughs> Um, and just so everybody knows, we have some numbers on, uh, how many, the turnout as percentage of to 2016, um, in a lot of States, we have almost a hundred percent, uh, already. And in some States over a hundred percent of, of 2016, uh, Texas, 100.8.3% of people voted it compared to the 2016 election so that's it just people voting more is really is really great it's always good when more people vote mm -hmm. it is good when more people vote so uh hicken looper won in uh colorado so we have another democratic uh, a senator, uh democrat a senator, senator. that's good right do we have any results uh on on north carolina speaking of senate seats north carolina uh we Very don't close. have anything for um for president they're at 80 percent um 80 percent of the votes in huh 80 percent of the votes in for for north carolina that's correct wow. yeah. and With i will look for the senate seat here north carolina I just saw it at 47.47. Wow. And Cunningham's a little ahead of Tillis. Yeah. It looks yes, like yes. Uh, Cunningham is at 48%. According to AP, 
Cunningham is at 48.2. Tom Tillis is at 47.6. Yeah. 83% at this time. Wow. And the, and the presidential uh, split is, is, uh, is even right now? Pretty much, yeah. In North Carolina? Presidential Goodness is 50% for Joe Biden, 48%. Yep. And remember, yep. again, That's most, a of the, for Biden. most of the votes from uh, that we're seeing here are from the smaller counties. Uh, counties around, uh, like places around Raleigh, uh, it, like Wake County is 11%. Chatham County is 6%. Uh, in good. Charlotte, that's sixty-two percent, so that's pretty good. In Greensboro, these are major cities, sure. uh, about between twenty-five and thirty percent. So, and Franklin Ashland? County is not even coming in yet. Yeah. So we will see an increase, I think, in in blue votes yeah. in in North Carolina. Well, that that North North Carolina result, if that holds, that that puts a dent in in Trump's vic apparent victory in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, that that's like uh, fifteen electoral votes. That would be that's, half of what he would get yep. in uh, Florida. That's right, and we are we do need to look at um, Ohio with eighteen votes. Uh, that is Joe Biden is leading with sixty-seven percent, uh, but they're they're not calling it yet. Yeah, the BBC has him has sixty-two percent of the votes reported, and he's up by seventy-five thousand votes. Yeah. And uh, a lot of it's really close. Yeah. Yeah. But like a lot of uh, Cincinnati, Cleveland and Columbus doesn't seem to be in yet. So yeah. we're getting more in Texas. We're at 64 uh, percent and they are neck and neck. Forty, forty nine, uh, actually 50 percent to 49 percent. Joe Jorgensen got one percent. That's crazy. Really? That much? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a quick question for everybody is, is this uh the votes that they're tallying up now do they include the uh the votes that were also uh cast prior to election day um, in florida they they are they are they have been tallying these votes up for a couple weeks before so that's why we're getting so many votes in and i can check on uh, Texas in just a second. In, in general, in Florida, North Carolina, Georgia, and Texas, uh, the tallies, the percentage tallies we're getting are percentages of the total number of, uh, of voters. So they will include, uh, at least to a significant degree, uh, those pre-election day votes in, in those four states. Uh, 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 Bruce, I think Emicon was referencing in Texas the question about in Harris, I think it was Harris County around Houston. Yeah. Those drive those drive by votes, which I think is like 117,000 votes. Yeah. 127. 127. Yeah. Thank you. Those have been allowed. Uh, and by the way, Texas, uh, they do not count early. They are counting the results as of now so uh they are counting the absentee votes as they as they come in and including so after 7 p.m local uh but there might be some votes coming in afterwards we don't know uh at this juncture this is steve linsky i'm gonna throw it open here and maybe 
genre, you can do some research as we move along in here. Sure, sure. Whether there's, I haven't, nothing's come up in terms of news breaks or whatever, but is there any sign yet of, uh, of uh, any kind of hacking? Hacking? Ha hacking, what do you mean? not packing. Hacking. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been known because it's been monitored that the Russians had been uh, in a few systems and the question was what they were gonna do. I mean, we're looking at results basically that probably seem to jive on their face with, with the, the split in the American electorate, uh, assuming uh, you know, the votes are what they are. But I, I just wondering whether there have been any stories whatsoever uh, uh, about uh, any kind of question of whether any systems had been compromised. Well, if there's any one state that's gonna be, you know, top of that list, it's gonna be Georgia which I've seen all kinds of reports about what a terrible job they're doing of securing their electoral computer systems uh, and have been doing for some time, so. Have there been any complaints, this is Sue again, have there been any complaints of voters being turned away or having provisional ballots? Because that's the other way you do it is you, you muck with the registration records. I haven't heard many of those, but you know, there's always a handful anyway. You know, where a lot of people go in to vote and they're not on the, the rolls. So everybody did it early. So maybe that happened sort of before the before the fact. You know, because in Florida, that's that's what happened in 2000 is that a lot of people were thrown off the, the voting rolls. It wasn't a foreign nation. It was actually our our governor in Florida that did that. But um, I just haven't heard any reports of that in the news this time. Uh, don't know. Uh, I've. What I was mostly, I mean, that I think has been, has been an issue, especially in uh, Georgia because of the, uh, apparently uh, the, the system has been sort of left wide open and easily accessible. So I've heard very, I've read various reports of people, you know, being able to get in and uh, uh, mess around in the actual voting registration database. But I don't know if, uh, you know, if, if that led to people actually doing things. Hmm. That I do not know. Just the 300 lawsuits by my party to try and. Yeah, what's up with that? Just ballots. Florida has been called for Trump. It has. Oh, yeah. interesting. Is that the AP? Uh, I'm just seeing it uh, pop up uh, on, on the maps that. Uh, the genres uh, posting AP has, it, it, I think it explains the 129 figure. Um, I'm looking at multiple sites. I'm kind of relying more on AP uh, yeah. and, and New York times. Um, AP has not called them, uh, not called yeah. for, for Florida yet. It is, it is very much trending towards, towards Trump 51% uh, to 48%. Yeah. Uh, and the times, uh has still hasn't called it either still hasn't called it so yeah. i'm um yeah i am looking at uh 270 to win uh and uh decision the desk as well it. yep there's so, the people who called it yeah so um decision desk and 270 win are kind of jumping the gun so i'm not, i'm not gonna look at them anymore uh <laughs> <laughs> i want more conservative information um so yeah i'm gonna mostly be on that and i'm uh, also going to be checking 538 actually. 
I heard uh, some of the major stations and cable stations say they're all going to wait until AP calls it to be consistent. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see if that actually happens because if news breaks, people have a hard time following that. But I heard AP was going to be the gold standard tonight. So I don't uh, know yeah. why. AP and Reuters, I think. Reuters. Right, Reuters. Yeah, I keep doing that. <laughs> Because they're rooting. Roto-Rooters. It's Reuters news service because they're Dutch. Jeez. Yeah, we uh, lost. Is it UPI that we used to have? And they're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I remember them. Yeah. yeah they're, like, they're like the Pan Am of news organizations, right? <laughs> Better than Agony Airlines of the airline industry. I yeah. see that little Mean Allegheny. Sorry. I've been watching yeah. Steve Lenski about how it is that the Nigerian vote is coming in for Trump. Aha. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but it you is. mean oh, votes from Nigeria? Those Nigerian hackers. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I understand that. Uh, do you mean in, in Minnesota or? I, I, I haven't clipped on. It's right in that, if you see it on the right, international reaction. I can't ah. click on. You guys can. Oh, um, this is, this is actually like Nigeria. This is actually Nigeria. So yeah. I don't, I don't, People that's, that's Trump. <laughs> that makes it even more frightening. <laughs> huh. Georgia, um, we're seeing, uh, more towards Trump and, um, for the Senate, we are looking at, uh, I think we're going to see more for Purdue, uh, but yeah, we ha- we still haven't seen a lot from from around Atlanta, which is really going to change things, I think. Well, I'm I'm as interested, if not more, in the uh, in the Senate races because I have this great desire to see Mitch McConnell not be the leader of the Senate. Oh, that's oh. that's a crazy desire. I, I I had no idea that that was an important thing. Yes, I do too. Please, God. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, of course, I would like Mr. Trump to be not only out of the office, but on trial. Mm. But um, but certainly this. So so we've got a couple of good possibilities, although it looks pretty bad in Maine. It looks like Susan Collins. It looks like Collins is going to wrap it up, huh? It look, well, well, you know, this is the thing that, you know, with 3% in, you know, it's. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah, we don't have a lot from we have seven percent according to AP and that yeah, yeah. It's Susan Collins is but again, those are all the far flung or smaller counties. That would be like calling Massachusetts after only Western Massachusetts voted. Yeah, after Wouldn't after Berkshire be County. Yeah. <laughs> and they come in quicker sometimes because it's such a small count. Exactly. In yeah. Individual towns that they actually pull the whole thing together and send it to the Secretary of State pretty fast. That's yeah, again, great. I'm I'm looking at the uh, at the BBC site, but they've only got, you know, seven percent of votes counted, and very few of them are coming in from around Portland, for example. So, you know, where a lot. I wonder of how the write-ins there. were in Maine. Yeah, Portland is fifteen uh, percent um, right now. Well, according to the BBC, they've had a total of sixty-seven write-in votes in Maine. So, oh, uh, yeah. That's that's point two percent of the vote they've got so far, but you know, <laughs> they're 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 gaining. <laughs> so right now, nationally, the um, right now they're saying forty three 
Democrats to 38 Republicans in the Senate. Uh, we do see, um, in New Mexico, uh, the Senate, uh, Ben Ray Lujan, Lujan, uh, I don't know how to say that, (laughs) but he's a, he's up by almost 10%. Lujan? Democrat or the Republican? Democrat. Democrat. And Lujan. New Mexico is pretty solid Democrat these days, so that's good. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to see that, um. Just looking at the at the Senate race, we're still waiting for obviously the West Coast, and uh, but Wyoming, South Dakota, Nebraska, they're all going red. It looks like Kansas is trending red. Sixty six percent of the vote in uh, Roger Marshall is, is leading by two. Um, That's awfully close for Kansas. It yeah, is. Sorry. John uh, Cornyn okay. leads by seven with sixty-three yeah. percent in uh, in Texas. Uh, so take a look at take a look at Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Oh, Johnny oh, Ernst. We nothing. We got nothing. Yeah. They well, haven't they haven't. They they actually close later uh, because than than, they, than everybody else because different counties uh, observe different time zones. So they Iowa oh, will actually. Oh, it's ten o'clock. I see. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. ten o'clock. Like, like, like they'll some of them are on central time and they polls close at nine. So, uh, you know, nine central is 10 here. So we actually have um, in in my live chat on Twitch, we actually have someone from Portland, um, Portland, Maine. Yeah, Oregon? from from Portland, Maine. My my friend Christos, he's saying it's way too early to call Maine. Uh, Portland, the biggest city, only had uh, three out of 15 counties or yeah precincts so yeah it's definitely definitely too early to call um he actually lives in portland like i said so boots on the ground thanks christos <laughs> i wonder how things I, I wonder how things are going to go in hawaii do you think the democrats might be able to pull obama's home state no never they're 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 solid red yeah <laughs> Uh, and it's it's too early to to speak about uh, Arizona or uh, yeah. still Pennsylvania, um, uh, Michigan. So we'll we'll see. That's right. Well, I want you Marky to know Bears. that Marky won in Massachusetts. I was just okay. going to ask about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now uh, Biden's ahead in Pennsylvania, fifty-two to forty-eight percent. That's very encouraging. Eighteen percent of the vote coming in. So. Is that two time zones? Is Pennsylvania cross a time zone too or not? No, Pennsylvania's no, all Pennsylvania's Eastern. 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 Yeah, it's Pennsylvania. It's just East Coast. Just they were the ones who set aside votes just in case the Supreme Court doesn't let them count them or something. Anything that's, that right. that's right after today. That's right. So they count everything they have so far. And and they did not begin to count anything in Pennsylvania until today. Oh boy. So yeah, it'll long. be hard to, to imagine that they'll come in with a high percentage of their votes tonight yeah no i i wouldn't expect wisconsin that is in in a similar fix as is michigan yeah, wisconsin said they won't be they won't be finished until six o'clock tomorrow morning yeah. uh i think we are about at um at time for yeah, a break we're- 
Yeah, uh, we're approaching that time. I just want to to just call out the the numbers that I had right now. Um, but uh, AP is saying Biden at one thirty one, Trump at ninety two electoral votes so far. Uh, we're still waiting for the full count in Florida, Texas, uh, and um, Ohio. Uh, which are all three are going to be very, very important. And Pennsylvania, like 18%, like we said. The Senate is at 43 to 38 at this time. And House, 52 to 76. The House, we're going to keep... The, the Democrats are going to keep the House. Um, <laughs> but governors, uh, don't know about governors. That, so that should be interesting to look at. Um but uh, we should uh, take a break right now. So we'll be back in a few minutes with the uh, election night analysis special from Valley Free Radio. Featuring folks from civil politics and Occupy the Airwaves. Don't right. go away. We'll be right back. Just had a very open and successful presidential election. Now professional protesters decided by the media are protesting. to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
When you're not sure how to address Wearing pants, blouse, or a dress Just their pronouns A name you're not sure how to pronounce Don't wanna get thrown out Please ask their pronouns Someone from your hometown gave you the lowdown. You wanna know now? Just ask their pronouns. If you feel the full pause about to go down, don't frown. Just go and ask their pronouns. He used to be he, now she wants to be she. I know it may be difficult, but it seems easy to me. Doesn't take a lot of effort to ask a simple question. Nothing worse than unwanted attention. So here, take this lesson for free before you wind up in HR. I know this is too pertinent to summarize in eight bars. I don't know why this has to be hard, dog. Just call them what they ask to be called. I'm out. Albert Warner, and you're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 
103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs Hello, on this station. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Valley Free Radio. We are on WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Uh, we have a bunch of people on uh the uh on the line right now just trying to unmute everybody um, i'm unmuted there we go <laughs> uh, did you do the station id that i we're... did okay um, good station id is is all set we've got a bunch of people bob garner bruce miller emicon michael dow but packy wyland steve linsky sue timberlake and mark bovey is in the booth uh just hanging out i guess Mike, take it over, please. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Well, uh, we have a ton of polls closing, so uh, there's a lot of new information that's just going to start be coming in, and we'll get a lot of reports uh, from states that are now uh, th that they're able to call. So it's it's hard to say. Um, at the moment, uh, as a you know, as a as a, a, a flaming lefty, uh, I'm still encouraged that uh, the trends look good in states like Pennsylvania and Ohio. But uh, there's still so much that needs to be called there. Um, we're going to start seeing results from places like, um, I believe, Michigan and uh, Iowa uh, Colorado, there was a whole map you had a moment ago on the screen genre. Of, yeah, I'll, like, I'll look that up again. Just had just closed their polls. And uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. At, at this point, there's a, there's a lot of waiting. <clears throat> um, and I think, well, uh, uh, the, the thing that I think is uh, uh, interesting is, uh, you know, there's still uh, a lot of votes to be counted in places like even like Florida and uh, Georgia. Uh, so, and I know Trump is, is trending there. And uh, in one of the Georgia Senate races, the Republicans are, uh, you know, you know, clearly leading, but there's still a, a possibility of, of uh, things being very different in the, uh, uh, the special election, which has an open primary with a bunch of different people running in it there's nobody with a with a clear and substantial lead there so and polls are just closing in texas and minnesota and uh wisconsin which is well, gonna uh, after 10 o'clock so nevada utah iowa and montana are just closing right now uh before uh after nine o'clock we have louisiana texas new mexico arizona colorado kansas new New what what am I talking about? Nebraska, Wyoming, South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, and New York. So uh nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time is kind of wild. We are gonna see a Hawaii at past twelve and uh Alaska past one AM. 
I have a quick question for Packy and Steve. I think you guys were at the polls just to make sure everything went well tonight. Have we heard any reports in other states of any uh, voter intimidation, not suppression, but you know, folks in Michigan with guns? Or I, I haven't seen anything, but I didn't look at the news in the last hour or two. I don't. Is there anything, or is it? Did it? You know, I'm hoping that that was, you know, didn't happen. But I just wondered if anybody knew if it did happen. Any voter intimidation? Um, I don't know of anything. Uh, I mean, we, we saw what happened. Where was it in Georgia, um, where people were were organizing? This was last week um, to to protest and then to go down to to early vote, and uh, and they were stopped, you know. And then here in here in Northampton on on uh, Sunday there was this big melee. Lots of Trump people came to town, and um, there was in Northampton. Really, um, I learned about it by reading the Daily Hampshire Gazette on Monday, but I I, I hadn't been in Northampton, so I didn't see it. Well, interesting. Yeah, my cousin was up in Ashfield, and uh, he's he's a Democrat. You know, I'm I'm the Republican on the other side of the family, and he took a picture of there's a a silo up there in Ashfield somewhere on a farmer's land and it has a big Trump sign on it. And in the foreground, there happened to be a donkey looking up at it. And my cousin took a wonderful picture of a, you know, New England fall day with this huge Trump missile silo thing and the, and the donkey looking up at it sort of wistfully. So we'll see. Wistfully? (laughs) (laughs) The great picture. I'm trying to get a copy of it for you all, but anyway. I guess it's out in the woods somewhere. It's not on the. It's not on a regular path, but. So, so yeah, there's Trump supporters here for sure. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. Big time. I just want to mention that if anybody listening on the air is interested and uh, would like to view us on Twitch, I am streaming on Twitch, Twitch.tv/PressStartMorlock. Uh, if you want to go on the computer, go there, and we can join the chat, ask any questions that you want. It's a good time. Uh, as far as I am seeing, seeing, uh, we don't have a lot of voter suppression. I'm going to see if like the Trump, I don't know, army or whatever, who, uh, who he was trying to recruit people to, to watch polls. I'm going to see if, if that's going to have any effect. Um, did Michigan but... clubs, I was watching the race there. One of the, um, yeah, Michigan's closed. Uh, independent is talking about a poll watcher that tried to that tried to get in uh someplace and that's that's not good but i'm not seeing a ton that's a good thing actually so but i'll i'll keep my eye on this on this topic i'll see what i can do Did you hear that Shaquille O'Neal voted for the first time? That's just, that's just it was a piece on CBS uh, the other day. That is terrible. That is absolutely he's 40, terrible. He's 48. Yeah, I was going to say, he's almost as old as I am. Good God. <laughs> Jesus. I guess he was motivated to, to vote. So that's, you know, more that votes means, are fair. That means this is the first time he's voted. And the first time he would have been eligible would be the 92 election. <laughs> oh, my God. 
back when he was still playing at LSU. Absolutely. Well, Charles Barkley won't be happy with him for having stayed out. <laughs> well, um, Do we have any, anything more on uh, Florida or Georgia or North Carolina? Those were our, our early states where, where it looked like uh, Biden was hoping to pick one of those off so as to not have to depend on the, uh, on the old Midwestern wall. We are still at ninety one percent of nothing more uh, from Florida. Huh? At Florida, yeah, it's it's stalled. So I think the I think they're taking exactly care of Orlando. No new count. Yeah, uh, I think they were still going through the the count on in um, uh, in the in the larger um areas. So, so Hurricane Donald has stalled in Florida, basically. <laughs> uh, South Carolina, um, they have uh, AP has called for yeah, Lindsey uh, Lindsey Graham. Yeah, hooray! Oh, I'd say there. that's a surprise. Yeah, fifty-five point uh, six, and Jeremy Harrison forty-three point five. Yeah. Uh, so. And yeah. the, the thing that's interesting to me about that is the gap. Not that Graham won, but that he won by almost thirteen points. Right. And it's another sign that the polling, which universally had Harrison within five, was well off. Well, and, it, and if only... that's a sign of of, of anything, it, it it seems to me it's a sign uh, that maybe all those folks who were talking about uh, hidden Republicans might have might have had something. Uh, Bruce, this, that's only forty percent of the vote, though. So yeah, it could narrow. It yeah, could. It narrow. I mean, the point yeah. is. Graham won. We'll have to see how tight it becomes. Yep, that's right. I mean, I think the other thing is, if you look at these at these races where you've got these powerhouses with so much money, I mean, Mitch McConnell is, you know, has has the biggest war chest in in the Senate. Um, Lindsey Graham, I mean, just by money alone, look at. Richard Neal, right here in our backyard. True. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. It's that as as long as we have that kind of money in politics, as long as corporations are people, um, this is what we're going to get. So this is so, a a factoid, but um, I picked this up. I forget where. So John, you're probably going to have to censor me. But I saw. <laughs> I saw a note that new voters in Pennsylvania were running two to one Republican to Democrat at one point, mm -hmm. and it was surprising to people. Nope, that is confirmed. It is confirmed. Yeah, that, okay. the I'll new do, new voters, uh, Republicans were out stripping Democrats in, in, for new voters um, in uh, in Pennsylvania. Well, in Pennsylvania is an interesting state because people say as you get over towards the Midwest, it really is, it's sort of like Florida, you know, part of it is real South and some of it is transplants, sort of a mixed state. Folks have different persuasions. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm, I, I continue to be amazed that people are motivated to go to the polls for the first time to vote for President Trump, given the uh, uh, current state of, well, everything, so. Good thing we're also different, huh? Uh, so uh, Georgia, not if you're a coronavirus. Oh, that's a good point. In Georgia, the uh, just looking at the Senate currently, uh, Purdue is leading John Ossoff, um, fifty-six to forty-one. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. We do. We are still waiting for a lot of a lot of uh, uh, things coming in. Um, 
the special mm-hmm. election, Kelly Loeffler, uh, 30%, uh, Raphael uh, Warnock, 28%, and Doug Collins, 23%. I was going to ask you about that other race in Georgia. So yeah, um, my, I mean, here's a question for you guys: Which uh, between Kelly Loeffler and Doug Collins, which would you rather in the Senate? Silence. Why do we have? Why do we have to? Why do we have to answer that question? Because it's because I'm interested in your and and what you'd okay. say because they they're both horrible in two different ways. Yeah. yeah. Well, I. I, I I'm noticing here a couple of things. First, uh, Steve Linsky, the uh, Senate seat in Alabama was not held by Doug Jones. I guess that's yeah. not a huge mm-hmm. thing. I don't yeah. know what the numbers Have were. Have they right? actually called it for him? Because yeah, the BBC ha- hasn't, though. It's, call- it's is- called right there. You can see in the. That's called Tuberville wins Alabama. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, and then uh, Ohio is now showing leaning Republicans. So, um, yeah. The numbers have switched there. Yeah, they've bit. switched. Yep. We have seventy-eight percent in uh, in Ohio. We Trump up by five. Yeah. Really. You know, this is this. I feel like I'm sounding like Cassandra here, but this is beginning to look like 2016. Yeah. Well, let's look at um, well Michigan. Let's see what we see with Michigan there. Michigan. It's going to be a very small percentage. Well, let's take a look. Michigan, we have thirty-three percent. Donald Trump fifty six, Joe Biden forty two. Um, but again, we votes. only have a third of the votes. Oh, a third of the votes. Joe Jorgensen one point two. Which third of the votes too? Yeah. Um, again, uh, the the larger the larger counties aren't really like Lansing isn't like there's nothing from some like one of the districts around Lansing. Detroit is actually at forty three percent. That's going from Joe Biden. Grand Rapids is uh, 49%. So, but we are waiting on uh, like a bunch of counties, uh, especially in the north. Yeah, that's not good. That's the The UP will be Republican. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a little scary. Uh, I did not imagine that Michigan would break for uh, Trump again. Well, we're still the, waiting. Uh, <laughs> we are we are still waiting. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is the state that, uh, you know, produced a crazy militia that wanted to kidnap their own governor because That's she right. wanted to right. stop the spread no. of a fatal disease. So, yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah. Good times. We, we're, we are we are seeing uh, a trend, though, on that on that map. Um, everything that is a swing is swinging pink yeah it, it yeah um texas we have uh 69 i think that uh trump is leading by three points which is not good for him he should not be just leading by three points um but it, it's good enough to win but it yeah. is but it's uh i'm i'm going to check out the the house the the state house race in texas uh in a little bit but yeah um georgia uh, is 54% of the votes counted. That's leading Donald Trump. Florida, we're at 91 still. Uh, so I don't know what the stall is there. Um, what other state? Uh, Pennsylvania, it only has 29% of the votes coming in. Yeah. Uh, so that is... But look at that gap. Yeah, 51 to 45. But I don't really... You know, it's it's uh, under 30%. Um 
we should really start uh uh paying attention how, after 50 percent how are things doing in philadelphia how much philadelphia, philadelphia is coming yeah um we only have 23 percent and and right. uh around philadelphia infinity philadelphia and, county and if you'll notice biden's crushing trump in that area yeah so. and that is a major population center but still yeah also pittsburgh big state um, we have a lot of uh, smaller counties or, or less uh, populated counties in Pennsylvania uh, that makes up really the bulk of the of the Republican um, votes in Pennsylvania. And we have the larger cities and usually, you know, Harrisburg, Allentown, Pitts, Pittsburgh, they're all going blue as far as we're seeing here. So and yeah. that's usually what it how it goes uh, in, a, in most places like the larger cities. For the most part, they go. They usually go blue. Um, and that's, I mean, one of the reasons why Illinois goes, uh, why Illinois goes uh, blue a lot because, yeah, because of Chicago. Yeah, there's Holy Chicago God. and then the whole rest of the state. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so this is interesting. Tazewell County, at fifty-six percent of the precincts coming in, Hawkins. Howie Hawkins leads 42 percent. He's the green guy. He's green the party green guy, party. Green guy. Huh. Yeah. What is happening in Tazewell? That is, he's got 33,000 votes. Trump is that has his hometown 29. or something? I don't know. I have no idea. I got to check this out. That's crazy. Biden is at 17 percent. But yeah, Hawkins. Aliens arrive. <laughs> What is happening with Hawkins? <laughs> no, it's the aliens. They know better. Maybe he's a hometown guy. Hold on. They know better? They know better than we do. They Hawkins is the better uh, the best of the three of them. But you know, only the aliens will vote for him. <laughs> I'm gonna look into that definitely, because yeah. that's that's odd. I don't know. I mean, did did Howie Hawkins make up a story about being arrested in South Africa trying to see Nelson Mandela in prison? You know, because, I mean, Joe Biden did. And that's that's the kind of uh, <laughs> fabulism that really made me go. This is my guy. Joe Biden. A lot of Democrats said that, not me. Yeah. <clears throat> and and yet, you know, uh, that's still. <laughs> makes it more trustworthy than president trump so okay. that's fantastic this is a trick question for you all so if biden loses worse than hillary clinton what is the emotion that she feels that clinton feels yeah if because biden you remember when biden said if it were me i would have beaten him mm. he basically yeah. sort yeah. of trashed her right after the race yeah. Yeah. so what does she feel if if uh, he doesn't do as well as she did because she did much better in florida um you know in those in those populations so it's just a you know sort uh, of a well it, it, i mean what biden says i mean we'll never know but it could have been true that that biden might have beaten trump in 2016 yeah uh, but now as an incumbent and i'm going to get back to kind of what bruce was just saying a few minutes ago there are some very troubling trends here <laughs> i know the numbers are you know 30 40 percent and we're looking at 50 but um and well, I think it, it's also I, worth noting that we don't have that a lot of states uh, have a lot of ballots still to count 
yeah, you know, yeah some of early course, voting of course. But we're looking at early kind of trending, and and I want to ask the question about the, you know, the latest with the postal service. Uh, 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 we did touch on it a little bit before. Oh, slow down. They found the ones in Day County, but they were Philadelphia and Detroit were two areas of hundreds of thousands of uh, alleged non-return ballots. I don't know if we have an update did, on that. Did people decide to vote in person? You know, some people took a ballot and then well, could have voted in person if they could Possibly. get in today. Yeah. I heard down in Connecticut, um, I work with some folks, they tried to vote before work and the wait was an hour, an hour and a half at their precincts. And so they didn't vote. They're going to try and vote tonight. But I was surprised because here in Northampton, it was fine. I went before work. It was not a problem. I voted in Conway and uh, I had to wait about, oh, 30 seconds. There was one person ahead of me. I, so that's why all the small towns are coming in first, right? Because we, we could all get right in. Right. Basically, yeah. 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 Um, so if, uh, this is from Tampa Bay Times. A federal judge in D.C. issued an extraordinary Election Day order shortly after noon today commanding the U.S. Postal Service to sweep mail processing facilities for undelivered ballots in a dozen postal, postal districts nationwide, including South Florida. Oh, boy. So... Uh, the order came after the Postal Service filed data in court Tuesday that showed about 300,000 ballots nationwide that haven't been scanned to confirm they were uh, delivered. So uh, the USPS also shared data that revealed low on-time delivery, score, delivery scores of completed ballots, including about 74% in South Florida. So they are – so right now they're going through – the processing centers to look for undelivered ballots 300,000 but that is across the nation so that's, it really Still, depends on where they're coming from well i mean they right. go further in that article to identify i mean it's philadelphia detroit uh, miami-dade atlanta in other words all places yeah, where no we surprise might expect strong democratic turnout well i, I voted post <clears throat> by mail here in massachusetts and I posted my ballot on October 5th. And according to the Secretary of State's website, it was received, reported as received in East Hampton on the 16th. So I don't know if, you know, how much of a delay there was in reporting its, uh, its reception uh, once it got to East Hampton. But, you know, 11 days from me, uh, from it being postmarked to it being acknowledged received, you know, when it's just going from you know, across the state from Andover to East Hampton is really uh, indicative of just how jammed up they were and and must still be. So, so that's encouraging, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Let's check Reuters here. Uh, Reuters. What? Let's check Reuters. <laughs> See if we get any Arizona numbers yet. Arizona, we have 74% uh, in, and Biden at 53 or 54%, uh, Trump 40, uh, 45%, and Jorgensen 1.3%. I just wow. like throwing in Jorgensen. I just, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, if, if, if those numbers are true, that's a that's a flip right there because yeah, Jorgensen 30,000. There's only a there's only twenty six percent of the vote left yeah. to make up 
10 yeah. points. Yeah, Trump's unlikely to make that up. Uh, and Biden go. holds Arizona, then what he's got to do is take two out of the three among uh, the big three up in the upper Midwest, uh, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Uh, what about Minnesota? Is that? Well, I'm assuming he's going to hold Minnesota. Biden, you well, mean, that, or Trump? Yeah, that, Biden's going to hold Minnesota. Well, that's going to be uh, by a hair because that Senate race, Smith running for in that Senate seat, uh, those numbers are very tight. Now, you may be right. Minnesota hasn't gone Republican yet, God. Yeah. But, um, but you're right, Bruce. He's got to win two out of three of the rest. That's frightening. Uh, it is, especially given what we're seeing in Michigan. Minnesota, we have uh, about a third of the votes in. Uh, currently, Joe Biden's leading 61 to 36. But uh, there are a lot of counties in Minnesota that aren't um, getting counted. Minneapolis uh, has the most that are that have been submitted, 93 yeah. percent. That went Joe Biden That's, like 70 that, to 27. That gap is a little bit misleading. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, it's Minneapolis. Yeah. But um, especially, especially this year with Minneapolis, uh, they that is – they are definitely not going to yeah. really go for a Republican. Um, so their uh, Senate race, Tina Smith is probably is is looking like uh, she's going to get it. Um, well, again, this is very skewed numbers, so we yeah, can't, we can't conclude anything. True, true. House, I'm not really. They're calling District Three, District Five. So Omar, uh, they're calling for Omar. They're calling for Dean Phillips uh and tom emmer district six these are all incumbents so that's no that's no uh surprise there um let's see here so yeah that's uh let's see illinois north dakota is called for trump um montana 12 percent in so that's not that's not really coming in utah is at 45 percent that is fifty percent to forty six percent. Yeah. Which something interesting on the chart that you just pulled up, genre is uh, Virginia is showing pink. Yes, that's um, pretty shocking. Given that you know, early on in the evening, I think before we went on the air, Virginia was called. Was called, yeah, yeah. Yep, called for. Yeah. And take, take a look at it now. Uh, that is the. The Reuters uh, map. Let me check. Let me yeah. check AP, which I'm, which I'm really focusing on now. For they have Virginia called for for Biden. They still haven't called for Biden. Uh, yeah, the BBC still uh, it hasn't called it, but they are showing it leaning towards uh, uh, Trump. But they note only fifty four percent of the vote has yeah, has been tallied. Quite, well, that's quite a gap. That's, that's, it is. That's well, it, I I don't know if it's. I think that's fifty four percent of the locality. So that's not. 54 yeah, yeah. percent of the electorate sure so it, it can well, be you know a few precincts can really flip it yeah this is why we really have to be careful like i said 50 percent uh they're calling like ap is calling for joe biden but like like we said yes 56 i would say or 46%. that ap already has some egg on their face possible possible <laughs> anything well, on maine maine is uh we are at Let's see, fourteen percent. So we're up for five percent. We've doubled because uh, we are at seven percent. Um, 
and Still we pretty gray. Yeah, it's there's really nothing nothing happening. There. Nothing happening. Uh, Portland, like there's a lot of counties that are that are just gray right now that just haven't been sent in. So I really means a means a mystery right but yeah they've also, only got a, a hundred thousand votes cast so far yeah. that reporting so you know yeah. susan collins according to the bbc has fifty five thousand votes and sarah gideon has forty thousand so i mean that's you know if if that were it that would be a, a crushing defeat but that's only we do have 12 percent of expected votes counted according we to do BBC. have to remember that maine is the only state that is doing ranked choice voting for president and that will uh, keep the the results lower. Like like that'll slow down the release of the results because it's not just an up and down. They have to go through all of the the votes, go through the first round, the second round. So the and they are doing that throughout the the for every name on the ballot. Yeah, if they if if people don't get fifty percent, yeah, exactly. And let me check on our our ballot questions in Massachusetts. Um, yes on one is with 45% reporting, 74%. That's really, people are really into that, um, question that's one. That's interesting. Question that's, that's, two. That's that parking garage, uh, scare, scare commercial filmed in Northampton, I guess, didn't, uh, didn't really persuade people. Nobody fell for it. Question two. I'm surprised. Uh, yes is at... 47 percent no is at 53 percent yeah so that's narrowed a little bit yeah a little bit but still that's not the gap i'm i'd i'd really prefer at this point uh with with like just less than half of the vote in uh i'd really rather that being smaller <laughs> um last, last year makes they me passed, worried it passed in such a way that they created the commission to study it and then the commission came back and recommended yes so mm bad i don't know um and uh we interviewed uh so uh someone from the yes on two campaign on civil politics go to civilpoliticsradio.com you can hear that it's a good conversation yeah we did two on occupy oh nice that montana senate race might be interesting to see what what we Montana, see. we only have 22%, but uh, right now it looks like Steve Bullock Thanks. is right. up at 40 or 58% to 42. Decisive margin, yeah. Kind of liked him, he was one of your Democratic candidates, wasn't he? For president, yeah, kind of, I guess. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He never got any traction. He never get, there was too many. He never got any traction. Oh, he wouldn't have gotten any traction anyway. And that's without Billings. I mean, so that that's, that that could be a flip. That's a flip. That's a flip, I think, too. Yeah. I think Bullock is going to take it, honestly. Um, we're not seeing, like I said, we're only seeing 22%, but he was, he was doing really well tracking, like, with a certain demographic of voters, like uh, with the Democrats. He did get into the debates, which was increasingly harder throughout the throughout the year um throughout the primary season so uh i think that he will do uh pretty well in he will do pretty well in in montana um, so we're, I, I think to some extent steve linsky again uh i mean in terms of trends you know the west is turning as well i mean if arizona numbers hold um that's a big deal yeah and yeah. Uh, and then the upper you know in the upper west there um, 
you know, you're not going to see Idaho, you know, Idaho or Utah, uh, necessarily a Wyoming flip, but they're starting to, it's starting to build. And, uh, and, um, so, um, that's, you know, that's worth, uh, that's worth keeping an eye on that, yeah. that Senate seat's a nice pickup. Uh, anything on the Arizona, uh, Senate race, Arizona, we are at 73%. The Senate race, uh, it looks like Kelly's Mark Kelly is up by like 10% uh, over McSally. And McSally was not running a good campaign. Uh, not at all. Uh, Mike, you, you wanted to say something? Mike is muted. There we go. Unmute yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Mike yeah. is Mike is screaming into the darkness. So yeah, Mar <laughs> Martha McSally did not do that. Was not really running the best campaign, yeah. uh, and she was begging for money. Like actually, one one press conference she had was uh, her saying, you know, if you wanna, if you can skip lunch and send me the money for that, <laughs> send then, me your lunch money. That yeah, is send, send me your lunch money. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what. And that was to elementary school kids. I mean, that's not right. But um, but no, but it, Finally, it, is, it is interesting. Dude, seriously. It is, it I didn't mute you. I didn't touch you, dude. Yeah. No, you said it so that when I muted myself so that I could, you know, take a drink of water and have, have a swallow of food, I couldn't unmute. McCann <laughs> left half an hour ago because he was asking you to, to fix that and you didn't. <laughs> so, well, I mean, we got a lot covered there, Mike. We've been out right. to get you, Michael. <laughs> But, you know, it is interesting to the point that someone made earlier about McSally running away from Trump. Oh, yeah, she's very good. I fixed it, Mike. Don't worry. I guess, I guess we shouldn't <laughs> well, be good. Terribly, we're just seeing what she saw, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Collins has tried to do the same thing in Maine, and we'll see if, you know, if she gets away with it. I don't know. Yeah, it's a pretty funny tap dance. So, But Mike, our host, is back. Thank God. <laughs> it, it's Listen, it's my first time producing a show over Zoom. Give yeah. me a break. And, and by the way, <laughs> you will be docked for that, whatever it was. <laughs> be docked. Oh yeah. No pizza for you. Well, anyway, oh, so that's a little that's a little bright. That's a little bright news. So yeah. Could do you all think we could be looking at a situation where uh, the Democrats have control of both houses of Congress and Trump retains the presidency? I think that's where we are. Yes. I think that's what we yes. are looking at. And uh, what does that look like for four years? Nothing happens. Impeachment. Well, if the Democrats do take back the Senate, but don't take back the White House, impeachment will be nice, but there's no way the Democrats are going to pick up 60 enough to get to 67. Yeah, they can't remove them again, Paki. So and, and the Republicans, you know, unfortunately, the, the parties made it very clear that they will not do anything to challenge trump um yeah. or their 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 base their their pro-trump base they've well and it your seems party to me, really has been taken over the weasels that really have taken over toad hall as you like to say uh, and yeah. and uh the base has shown their power if that's the outcome uh th that is if trump wins uh, and the democrats flip the senate um the republicans remaining in the senate will be triply loyal if that's possible to Trump. Yeah. And there's a lot of ability to obstruct in the Senate. Even one senator can often put a hold on things. So, yeah, yeah I think it'd be a gridlock, gridlock city, probably. 
Yeah, basically. And the executive branch gets to run away with, you know, Barr's so good at making sure that the executive branch has all the power. It's very, it's, um, yeah, it's very interesting. I was just talking to someone, I think it was state, my, my wife, uh, the other day, and she was worried about what would happen if he won. I said, well, it looks like they're going to take the Senate, the Democrats would take the Senate, which means if Breyer, uh, retires, then we're probably going to have an 8-8 Senate <laughs> or uh, uh, SCOTUS yeah. uh, for, for a while. Um, and we are going to have eight, a eight. lot of We'd have budget a battles. Yeah. An, eight, yeah. an eight justice Supreme Court. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're, we're also going to have a lot of budget fights. Yeah. If that happens. Yeah. Frankly, I think the idea that the uh, Democrats will manage to win the uh the Senate to flip enough Senate seats to take control of the chamber without uh, winning the states needed to uh, have uh, to also get Trump out of the White House. I, I just I don't know. I hadn't even really considered that possibility before today because it just seems so unlikely. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, if if that many uh, Republican leaning states went for uh, went for Trump, I didn't think they'd uh, go for Democratic Senate candidates. Yeah, me either. I, I, I'm surprised that that's a, a, a sort of how it's looking right now. Well, long yeah. time left. <laughs> well, sometimes people vote, you know, in the executive branch for the opposite party. That happens in Massachusetts a lot. And and that sometimes it's sort of like, well, I'll go for this one for, you know, the executive seat. Yeah. And then and then I'll have this person over in the Congress that will make sure my, you know, sort of other needs are taken care of. So maybe there's some of that because, yeah, it does look kind of like a split. Yeah. Uh, we just, I just want to say uh, AP has for just electoral, called electorals, uh, 131 for Biden, 108 for Trump. Reuters. And they still uh, haven't called Florida. They still have not called Florida. Reuters uh, has 98 for Biden and 89 for Trump. Uh, those are the two uh, sites that I'm really checking clo closely. So yeah. Reuters is being a little more conservative than the AP. I noticed the BBC is calling. I was just curious to check uh, New Hampshire for for in the Senate race there. Gene Shaheen seems to be uh, they, they've called it for Gene Shaheen with only 30 percent of the vote in. She's got 58 to 40. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, that, I mean, that you race thought is... that yesterday. You thought that was probably sure. Yeah. Well, I, I was sure. hopeful, but. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I think uh, BBC is using Reuters, actually. I wouldn't be surprised. BBC is overall electorally 89 to 72. So. Uh, so, yeah. So I think that, yeah, I think they are using Reuters as well. Um, so, yes, yeah, also conservative. But right now. It looks like a it like Biden is ahead, but you have to remember that uh, I don't think that they've no they've they've uh, I don't think they've actually given Texas no, or they Florida haven't. they haven't any to anybody. So um, we're still waiting on that. Texas right now is at still at seventy one. Florida is still at ninety one. I think Florida and Texas we're it's going to be a long wait. Honestly, uh, New Hampshire, by the way, did you just flash by there? 
Yeah, yeah. New, ha New Hampshire uh, seems quite solid for Biden. Yeah, New Hampshire, yeah. Uh, it, uh, Biden's up by nine points. Um, we are yeah. at about 40% of the vote. Uh, so we are waiting uh, for that. But yeah, Joe Biden is beating the hell out of Trump in, in New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Biden squeaked it out uh, four years ago. I'd be astonished if mass if uh you know trump's performance over the past four years has won over people in new hampshire oh you meant clinton and i mean we do have to remember that but yes the, i'm sorry you're right yes. the first votes uh in the country uh they were going for trump so biden uh flipped that over oh from uh, <laughs> that little <laughs> tiny town yeah, from the two towns we had 26 votes and it was 16 to 10. peak um, of notch is that it? Yeah. Dixville notch. Yeah. yeah. You know, Hartsfield Landing. You know. Right. Did anybody, did anybody watch that re remix of The West Wing with the original cast that was a theater play? I didn't watch it, but I yeah, I, I, I did actually because, you know, got HBO. So, yeah, you know, it, it 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 was it was fun. It was lovely. But I mean, you know, it really uh, if you've seen the original episode from 20 years ago, there's, you know, you've seen it. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was nice. I liked it. I did too. But uh, I'm a, I, I, I neat, love but... West Wing anyway, so it was just nice to see. Like, yeah. it was it was one of my favorite shows, and they're doing a stage play of one of my favorite episodes. So of course I'm gonna well, like it. It's it's one of the it's it's the live theater delight. It's the how are they gonna do it tonight? I mean, I, I've seen them do this before. How are they gonna do it now? Yeah. Well, they filmed it over a couple days. Anyway, Steve, you were saying you were just shaking your head like, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. No, my, my wife came in and looked at the map and I said, oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah. 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 By the other way, so, by the way, if, 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 if Trump wins re-election, I don't think Steve Breyer is gonna be re you know, retiring anytime soon. Yeah. 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 Clarence Thomas, you might see. But yes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, Clarence Thomas. Not, so with, with not uh, Nebraska sitting there all red, I gather that the the district in Omaha uh, that gets counted separately uh, went for Trump. Uh, you know, Nebraska and Maine allocate allocate their electors by by congressional districts. So that really. Yeah, there's, yes. there's one outlying uh, elector in each of those two states. And I, could, I guess I thought Biden had a shot at taking the uh, yeah. first district in New Hampshire. Yeah, right? there was a lot of attention spent to that. But yeah, do you know which district that is? First it's, district. I think it's the first because it's uh, it's Omaha. Yeah. OK. So when it's 269 to 269, that's going to really matter. So. And that's when it could <laughs> matter. And and, uh, you know, if 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 uh, it turned out that Biden took Pennsylvania and, and, or excuse me, Michigan and Wisconsin, but not Pennsylvania, um, we might want that electoral vote. Well, I note that uh, according to the BBC there uh, at the moment, uh, uh, Mr. Bowles is ahead of uh, the re Republican in that, uh, that district uh, by uh, a few thousand votes, you know? Yeah. So, so I want to say George is in at 60%. Uh, right now, Raphael Warnock is leading by a very, very small, but like he's above Kelly yeah. Loeffler. Yeah. 
that'll get him to the January runoff when he'll get killed by either Loeffler or Collins. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Likely. Whichever of the two of them survives, will take the seat. It really depends on up. how their campaigns go after after this. Yeah. Because uh, um, their campaigns were kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so you think you think genre maybe there's a chance that that if Collins loses, let's say that his people won't all flock to Loeffler. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, no, just look at the numbers. The numbers yeah. tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Those two Senate seats are going to be held Republican. Their two seats are going to be held. Yeah. Really unfortunate. Yeah. That... Yeah. Only 5% of the Collins voters need to break to, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Loeffler to, to, to pull it in. So, yeah. And has, has Tillis taken the lead yet uh, uh, from Cunningham in North Carolina? North Carolina, thank you. I'm trying to remember all these all the states. Um, Tom Tillis is... According to the BBC, uh, yes. 48% yeah, to 47. Uh, I, I, I take it back <laughs> about the Senate going for the Dems. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, this... Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, it's not looking great. It's, it sure isn't. Uh, but you know what? We'll we'll still see. We still have Idaho and Oregon, Montana. <laughs> I think I think Montana is going to go there. Uh, actually, let me see something. Anyway. Uh, well. Uh, if the Democrats can win the top, uh, win the top of the ticket and take back the executive branch, uh, that does simplify things in terms of taking back the Senate because they they can win with a tie. Yeah, that's and right. Kamala Harris would be very busy. Yeah. yeah. What do we have for the North Carolina presidential race? I see it's now it's now uh, leaning Republican. North Carolina is forty is fifty percent to forty nine percent with ninety two percent in. So that's gonna be close. Yeah. That is definitely gonna be close. Yeah, percentage difference. Hard to make up even one percent when you've only got eight percent left. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think we're seeing a little a little reprise. Hope is not yet lost. There's still the same damn blue wall. That's right. It's you it's, mean pink wall? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's now looking pretty pink. Uh, yeah. We're we're. I mean, a lot of these states are not um are not uh really. A lot of these states aren't really surprises, but I was hoping that there would be more, more here. You know. Well, I I certainly thought uh, that the polls were more accurate than they have again turned out to be, and that's that's going to be a big story coming out of this. Yeah, well, I think I I also think it's worth noting that uh, again, this is mostly going to be reflecting, uh, you know, same day results, the the results of people yeah. who voted today. Mm. Yep. So thank you, uh, Mike. Thank you. That's you true. know, as, as people were yep. pointing out, the uh, long-term uh, ballot results, yep. uh, the early votes, you know, coming in might well change a lot of these states. You know, we yeah, that's true. I mean, there was the uh, 
there there was people talking about a red mirage yeah so and well i yeah i mean you know and all of these numbers are provisional i mean i'm looking at the bbc and at the moment rhode island uh they they've right. got it colored pink and not blue yeah. Right. So, I mean, Rhode Island, uh, I, you know, AP's already called Rhode Island for, sure. for Biden, you know. Sure. So. In fact, I saw it on Fox that they'd called Rhode Island for, right. for Biden, so. Mm. And they were probably using the AP, right? That's what they were doing. Uh, I think we're going to be stuck with 91% in Florida and, and 72% in Texas. Um, well, we're at we're slowly going up in Texas, but I'm yeah, 82 percent. Yeah, I'm thinking that we're not going to see Texas and Florida like really called until maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and 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 Michael Dow's point about the the early votes that have not yet been counted especially applies to those three blue wall formerly blue wall states. Yeah. Yeah. We are not going to see a big percentage from wisconsin michigan or pennsylvania tonight yeah according to the bbc they're currently reporting uh pennsylvania 25 michigan 29 and wisconsin 31 percent of yeah. precincts so that's yeah. uh, and, not and this, indicative this at all. means that uh trump's effort to curtail the counting really does take life it's, it's oh yeah really matter unfortunately yes biden is going to have to carry two of those three states and so we are going to see a lot of lawsuits so how do those lawsuits work so just take any state you know and the, my party says well we're not going to count these how does it go through the court system if the if way the know. way it would work uh, most likely is that let's take uh, pennsylvania the the trump campaign uh, would file a suit in, in federal district court in which they argue that uh, none of the votes uh, that come in after election day can lawfully be counted. Um, and that was the theory of the case that they took to the Supreme Court uh, and got a 4-4 split on a couple of weeks back. But that 4-4 split was only on whether or not to issue an injunction in advance of the election against allowing those votes to be received. Uh, the court still hasn't decided the merits of that. And the argument would be that under the Constitution, um, only Congress can decide how to select electors. No, only the state, the if states, President Trump yeah, wins Florida, then both the Biden oh, campaign. Only the state legislature, not only, U.S. Only Congress. The, excuse me, only the state legislatures can, can decide uh, the method for selecting electors, not the courts. And uh, it looks like there's at least four votes, with Barrett probably being a fifth, for that idea. Oh there's all kinds of variations on that, but that's the basic kind of structure that, that I think we'll see. So we're right. probably not going to see a like a good count from Pennsylvania until Friday. Just so everybody uh, knows. Yeah, if if well. then, uh, you know, the goal is going to be as it was in Florida to keep there ever being a published count anywhere that shows Biden in the lead. Yeah. 
the goal will be to get a federal judge to issue an order precluding the votes from being counted. Good times. Yeah. And uh, I'm certain I don't have a, you know, any kind of, you know, law degree or anything, but from what I can tell um, as a matter of, of legal theory, all of those ideas are kind of nonsensical. Uh, you know, uh, the idea that easy, that the, easy for us to say, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was Justice Brennan, one of my favorites who pointed out some years back that with five votes, you can do anything. Right. And that's, that's really the, the point. It's not a matter of, uh, whether or not, uh, the, uh, uh, underlying logic is particularly persuasive um i mean after all the the it's up to the the states to decide how they want to well, uh, apportion it, their electors and run their own elections but yeah. uh so what you know the that that's clearly been understood to mean that uh you know when it comes to interpreting state laws and state courts yeah. uh the 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 you know this and the state constitutions the state's uh courts uh, uh, you know, exactly the highest court right. in each state is the one that gets to decide how state law should be applied. Exactly but, right. But, you know, uh, Brett Kavanaugh earlier, you know, last week That's basically right. made it clear that he was perfectly happy to ignore all of that yep. and substitute his own interpretation yep. if he thought it would be helpful. Yep. And I mean, at that point, it's, you know, it's not really a matter of legal debate anymore. It's a matter of, uh, you know, this is what we're going to do and who's going to stop us and how far are you willing to go to stop us? Yeah. Right. Which is kind of like, you know, what Bush v. Gore did back in 2000. Yep. We could uh, have, again, following Pennsylvania, uh, let's assume that uh, a lawsuit is successful and the votes are not uh, counted or they're, or they're counted, but there's an order saying they have to be disregarded. We could then have a situation where the governor of Pennsylvania, who is a Democrat, certifies um, the Democratic electors on the theory that Pennsylvania courts have the authority to interpret Pennsylvania law, not the Supreme Court. And the Republican legislature certifies another set of electors. Oh boy. And we could at that point have competing uh, electors uh, presented to the new Congress Yep. Uh, in January. So I think uh, right now it's time for and another... And since the president gets picked in the House, uh, it would really come down to how the, the new House of Representatives breaks down. Uh, there's even another step before that. But yeah, that could happen. Well, we, we do need to take a break right now. Okay. Um, we are... Uh, this is Valley for Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM. We are doing our election night analysis and, you know, hopefully party. Um, <laughs> right now we have uh, Biden at 131, Trump at 108, called for electoral votes. The Senate, 43 to 41 to the Dems. House is 89 seats to 122. Uh, the governorships, 22 to 26. Uh, and uh, we still have not heard from uh, the entire West Coast, but we will be back in by 11, and don't go away. <laughs>
Bart! Barsha! It's the DJT, getting it on. The Teflon Dawn on the wet house lawn. Against wimps like you, I'll win a third turn. Your campaign's like your family. Crash and burn. And looting and violence will keep the MAGA movement quiet. <laughs> Resist me? That's a riot. Why'd you step behind the gym? I'll be standing by. I'll see how tough you are against the 45. Uh, I should have hoped for your whole party. Bigger than the one I blew through, cause I'm Solomani. Uh, then I go and bone on Milani. Uh, I'm gonna smash you, Joe. Like China. I got all the best cognition with all the top grammar. I'm not a little girl's shoulders, so you can't touch this MC stammer. You're a disaster inciting hysteria. You say I'm selling hate in America. You're selling hate in America. Like with Hillary, the people aren't swayed. Just Barack's shadow. And I don't really like the shade. The pain of losing loved ones is something I have seen. So I know how you must have felt when they killed Jeffrey Epstein. Rap lyrics just ain't for you. You should stick love letters for Kim Jong-un. You're a wrestling heel. Nothing about you's real. But you didn't even really write the art of the deal. But you tapped into the rage of red mad hatters. Well, let me tell you, Trump, all lies matter. Uh, I don't want to defund no police. I picked a DA for my VP. I'm not a communist. I'm not a socialist. I'm just an old ass man with some decency. Wrong. No matter what you try to say. My watch is tear gas from law enforcement. I'll keep America great. You'll unleash a defund. Keep America like Portland's hat. Ain't nothing gonna be me. No person, woman, man, camera, TV. Eh, they impeached me. I still walked out of DC looking peachy. You got the sloppy Joe, but no beef. The only way privilege I see are those teeth. Maybe teach your son a thing or two about life. Like there's no hunting season for your dead brother's wife. You and your mask and your night rider shades are getting revoked like your rover's is weighed. There's no blue way. Forget it, not coming. Like I tell criminals, Joe, stop running. Was Brianna Taylor running? Hmm? You dog whistling fool. I think your daddy would finally be proud of you. He was a racist too. What's this malarkey? Oh, you Keep at it and you'll end up in jail, hoss. I'll take you down like a mule. And you're a mailbox. From all your wives to the SATs. Everything you ever did, you just had to cheat. Cause you're too insecure to even look like a loser. You're the worst damn Republican since Herbert Hoover. But you scooped up a sycophantic overflow loser. Remicade the Constitution's domestic abuser. 200,000 deaths lying at your door. You think they're suckers like McCain in the Marine Corps. Sometimes I can't tell for which side you're room. When we go high, you go down on poo. Oh, truth is, you're scared to lose. You got nothing in the bank that I owe you. What about balance like a bitch? But the only thing that's rigged is taxes for the rich. Look, you're a freeloader. Change your name to Trump. My campaign grab enough. You can't get down a ramp. I'm pulling away faster than your wife's hand. For the love of democracy. Will you shut up, man? There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze.
clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. You have the right to know. The right to know about culture. The right to know about the economy. The right to know about technology and to know about sports. You have the right to know about education and politics and the weather. You have the right to know what's happening abroad and in your backyard. But above all else, you have the right to know that this right is under attack and we must work to protect it. Because in order to be free, we must be informed. Understand the threats. ProtectPressFreedom.org. But the windows down, legends of the fall. We're just picking up the temple now. Smelling blood as the year comes to a close. Run up on goals, throw any fear that's based on limits out. Any doubt has to be dismissed, cause life is too short. Wanna shout anytime a cop case makes it to court. Life's at risk if I'm at the club or on the couch at the store. In my house, most of the US can vouch. Low justice if there's makeup on and tears flow. No justice if there's badge and claim of fear for life. Shooters dark and they're terrorists or hoodlum. Shooters melanin deficient, they were just a good one who's misguided. His mind is unhealthy and from wealthy. Stock focus is on helping. Avoid punishment cause that would damage their futures. What about the girls that rape of victims? They shoot up. Little dark homies doing bids way too long for dime bags or a couple strikes. They got Screwed on. Come from environments where they dodge bullets, true that. But PTSD is just a thought for lighter skin. Use one. Rehabilitation gets discussed. I don't think that we actually say these things enough. But then it gets brought up and people claim that it's too much. So I'm just trying to win to get this paper that's a must. On my own terms, cause I guess safety ain't for us. Not when the deputy profiles me right after I've met with his boss. When we walking down the street in case he gets windows locked. Whether in blazer and button down, I sweats when I walk. Hustle harder, cause I'll just get disrespected if I'm dropped. Find a way to Make me look evil Point out THC When in many places THC's legal 6F can profit from it They can let the tree grow Hope it isn't in you If you're looking like me though And you get blasted While you're still strapped Into your seatbelt These are things That should never happen To free folk Got enough Trying to stem the violence Of our people Which is something That the naysay Is bringing up Anytime it looks like All of the above Can be discussed But considering that crime Is usually race to race You do you in that regard That topic you should Leave to us and for my peers making strides in communities beautifully, you just keep it up. Sometimes I fear we might be the only people who believe in us. I'm Kate Remington from Music Respawn. You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3, Northampton, Mass. Welcome to uh, the election night special broadcast here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM, Northampton, Massachusetts. And just, uh, I didn't play it again, but uh, the views and opinions uh, said on the, on this show are those of the hosts and the guests and not uh, concerning uh, Valley for Radio or its sponsors or um, our, you know, alien overlords. So, <laughs> uh, Reuters, I keep saying Reuters. Reuters is uh, saying 130, 173 for Biden, 114 for Trump. Uh, AP has a 209 and 112 because um, they're just calling the West Coast, I think. Uh, so, 
but we're still waiting on Texas, Florida, Pennsylvania, uh, Arizona, uh, Nevada. Uh, so, excuse me, that, so that, those, uh, this could change. Yeah, but yeah, they do seem to have decided that uh, uh, North uh, that uh, Washington, Oregon, and California will probably break yeah. for the Democrats. So that's that's good to know. <laughs> uh, do we have something in Iowa now? Iowa. I see that it's it's right now being listed as leaning Democratic. So let's see what we let's see what we see. Man, I uh, I to the right. Where the hell is Iowa? <laughs> listen it's late (laughs) um i keep forgetting i kept messing up utah and iowa 56 percent is uh in from iowa joe biden is 40 or 53 to 44 um nine up uh yeah and there's not a there's a bunch of counties that just aren't counted at all that just haven't reported votes does iowa have iowa Six. Six. Yeah, that's 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 a help. <laughs> Man, the enthusiasm has just been sucked out of the room. Well, and again, it's <laughs> noting, you know, a lot of these key states, like Ohio is accepting ballots uh through next week, I think. I mean I forget what the last data hang on a sec here. But there's um yeah, uh, yeah okay. So Ohio uh, ballots postmarked uh, by today they'll be okay if they're received by the 13th. That's 10 days from now. Oh wow! North Carolina November 3rd postmark received by the 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pennsylvania uh, it's okay if they're received by uh, Friday the 6th. So I mean you know votes will still be coming in. That's right. And the people voting by mail, you know, I think the idea is that they're more likely to be Biden supporters. And, you know, given the the one of the main reasons to vote by mail is you (laughs) don't want to die of coronavirus. And that seems to have suddenly become a a politically salient distinction. Yeah. So, yeah, Um, I do want to. give some attention to the Minnesota results. Um, Joe Biden has 57%. Donald Trump has 41%. Joe Jorgensen, 1%. Howie Hawkins, 0.3%. Kanye West, 0.2%. Kanye got 0.2%. Kanye in Minnesota, Kanye has 3,766 votes at time of this reporting. It's only 50%, so it could go his way. He's got three thousand votes. Yeah, almost four thousand. Wow! <laughs> really, is a musical genius. More than Rock de la Fuente. <laughs> so, Roque de la Fuente. But almost, honestly, almost as much as Howie Hawkins, which has got to sting. <laughs> Hawkins or, or Kanye? Uh Hawkins. Okay. Can we can we uh, look to where the votes are? How much how much of this is Twin Cities and what's left? Um, let's see. Minneapolis, uh, around Minneapolis is uh, in Hennepin is one hundred percent. Yeah, um, this is 
uh, Ramsey um, still Ramsey County still has to come in, and we've got uh, we've got some counties that are leaning blue that are like eight percent. But the major places, to, like around Duluth and Minneapolis, they are uh, Duluth, the St. Louis County, forty-four um, percent right now. So, I think uh, you know, like we 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 keep saying, we don't know, but Minnesota looks like it's trending towards Biden. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that good. of course is just a hold. It's true. Yeah. I think we had a Senate race called. Uh currently the Senate uh just nationally the Democrats are have been called 44 seats, Republicans 43. So, yeah, it's it looks like Tom Tillis is going to stay in in his seat definitely. Sure does. Yeah. Uh, 90 93% coming in from North Carolina. Tillis is at 49%, Cunningham at 47. 100,000 votes. Yeah. Very close, though. I mean, closer than... You know, he should not be... He should not be that close in in, in uh, North Carolina. Well, Mark Kelly's still looking strong in uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know... Very does, strong. Does, does seem to be just out of it in uh, in Alabama, so... Doug Jones was a, an incredibly, in my opinion, a very weak uh, candidate. Just he, he he was a he was a fluke. He really, I mean, he barely won against someone accused of of bad, very bad things. So, uh, the kind of things that QAnon would go after. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd think. House right now, how um ninety seven to one twenty nine, but you know a lot of of counties are still in play, uh, especially in the West Coast, um, you know tons in in California, Washington, uh, so we're still waiting on um a lot in Maine, Collins at it's thirty four percent now. All of the counties have at least reported in. Collins is at 53 uh, or 54, and Gideon is at 30 or 40. Hmm. So that is, wow. Well, that's that's a pretty decent margin for Collins. Yeah. Surprising. Obviously, you got to get, she's got to get under 50. If she gets under 50, then Lisa Savage is 5%. We added on to Gideon's. And that will make the difference. So yeah, it's just getting Collins. To, well, she's got to get down another five percent. But the good news is that well, what do we got for the Portland vote so far? There, Portland vote we have um, Gideon is uh, it, yeah, it's fifty four percent. Just in in Cumberland County, uh, it is fifty two percent for Gideon, forty one for Collins. And a little over half of Portland is in. Oh, well, hmm. right. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't look too promising. And 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 what's the what's the presidential election looking like in Maine? In Maine, Biden's ahead, ahead by a small amount. Yeah, yeah Biden's, Biden's ahead, ahead by, by a small amount. Two, well, that's good. Like four percent. And any, anything on Maine's uh, uh, second district? That's the one that might go Republican. Which one is the second district? It's it's, it's now it's up by a hair. 
the, the Democrat has come back, but it's it's much too early to call that. Too early it's, to call. It's, it's neck and neck. Right. Uh, question well, one: uh, Right to repair has been called uh, for yes, so we will have right to repair. Um, question two is the yes on question two has slipped; it is forty-seven percent to fifty-three. Yeah, so that doesn't look that great. Sixty-one percent uh, reporting in Massachusetts, but Marky's one, as uh, has uh, Ayanna Presley. Uh, yeah, it's not really surprising about that. Yeah, no, all the uh, all the incumbents incumbents were returned in Massachusetts. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, I was just looking for my rep. <laughs> well, getting back, getting yeah. back to Maine for one second. Yeah. So it, it would appear that Collins uh, is, you know, there are folks that are voting Biden in Collins. Uh, and yeah, for sure. So it's just, um, which is not good. <laughs> you know, that's a problem, obviously. Yeah. Kind of, kind of missing the point, really. <laughs> uh, so let's look here. Um, <clears throat> so, what do you guys think is going to happen? Like, do you think that people are going to try to do a yes on? Uh, like the the question two again. Um, do you think that they're going to try so. for for uh, like in twenty twenty four or something like that? I, they might even try in twenty twenty two. I I don't see why not. I mean, yeah. it's it's not the result we wanted to see, but it's close. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like a blowout, and the. I, I think the more people learn about what ranked choice voting means, I think the more they go for it. Yeah, um, I, I, the long-term uh, prognosis there is good, I think. And, uh, and you know, there may be some municipalities uh, that, you know, try it. Yeah, East Hampton. Um, oh, yeah, know, we, we'll, we'll we went it for there. it as so, far as I yeah, so, yeah, so, I mean, with experience, you know, people might see how it works and get a better sense. Um, uh, so I, I think, I think long-term, um, it, it looks good. So, uh, and, and in various jurisdictions across the country. So, uh, it, it will, it will live to see another day. I, I sure hope so. Um, just looking at just the, we don't have a lot changing in the Senate 43 to 42. Um, I honestly don't think that there will be another attempt at impeachment. Uh, I know uh, Pocky oh. was was saying that uh, before. I really don't think they're gonna they're gonna go for it again. The only reason to do so would be to uh, you know to generate uh, uh, in the hopes of like swaying public opinion and uh, to possibly gum up the works right. uh, in the Senate. But otherwise. Yeah, no, there's no particular. I don't think there's any particular reason to expect. No, uh, I mean, that. I mean, what, what's the point? I mean, it's, no you point. go through you, all the work, and you can't and remove. No one will care. Yeah. It's a, it's a negative if you can't remove them. So it's not going to happen. Yeah, it won't. It won't happen. Uh, and uh, you know, gosh, I think I think the uh, the doors are are off of the barn now. I Trump has nothing to hold him 
uh, in check at, at all, uh, given that he can't be impeached no matter what he does. Yeah. Well, he can be impeached, but he won't be removed. Well, that's what I mean. Can't be, yeah. can't be successfully impeached. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they 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 took their shot at the king and they they missed. <laughs> well, and I think I think we took another shot at him today and we missed. No, we no, no, no. Yeah, let's not let's not go there because we <laughs> we do still have a lot of votes that are going still, to be coming. Still later. a chance. I agree. I agree. We, let's not. We can't call that right now. We. Yeah. Uh, I think the earliest that we can definitely say who is who won is going to be Thursday or Friday. At the that's the yeah. earliest I think that would be yeah. that we can say like okay, this is what this state is saying. This is what this state is saying. Um, because there are going to be so many votes coming in, like, yeah, you know, from like uh, Florida's just getting up to ninety eight percent. Well, they're up to ninety eight percent now. Florida's at ninety eight percent. Yep. So, and Trump is leading by four points. So that's probably going to go to Trump. That's Trump for sure. Yeah. Um, Texas is up to seventy four. Ohio's at ninety two percent. And it looked looked yeah yeah it looked like Texas was was Texas projected yet yeah no. uh nope texas hasn't been projected yet yeah. uh lots of lots of counties have not uh come in um so but it's only 51 or 52 to 47 yeah uh 74 yeah. in so big yeah big gap not many percentage points to make it up it's true it's true um but yeah there's going to be a lot there's going to be a lot going on with with voting. I think, I mean, with with Maine, uh, and the way that they have to count their votes, it's going to be, it's it's going to be a little bit before we actually see who who actually got the, um, like you were like Steve was saying that like getting 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 Susan Collins below fifty percent and then adding the other votes to to Gideon. Yeah. Um, can you can we look at Wisconsin again? Wisconsin. Wisconsin's 59 percent of the vote is in and it's going to Trump at 51 percent to 47. Um, we have yeah. one county that hasn't reported, uh, but it looks like. Do we have the Madison and Milwaukee yeah. votes? Madison is at 84%. So that's Dane Ooh. County. Uh, 84%. Uh, that Joe yeah. Biden leads by 55 points in Madison. Yeah. And Milwaukee? Milwaukee. We have uh, oh. pretty much everybody's in uh, Milwaukee. That's, 59% to 39%. That's a, that's a peck of trouble. Yeah. That's a real, you know, and then they're going to look at that because it was the same issue. Uh, you know, that 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 um, both Clinton and apparently Biden, you know, didn't come close to getting the, the, the kind of vote out of Milwaukee that Barack Obama did. Yeah. And, you know, that was known. And I don't know what they just, um, you know, Clinton just kind of, well, anyway, she was criticized for not going back there. But Biden chose not to either. Um, and and here we go. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, a major problem with the Clinton. Uh, um, 538 had uh, had Biden up 12 in Wisconsin over the weekend. So sounds familiar. Remarkable, remarkable misread. Sounds, sounds familiar. Yeah, it's the same damn thing. Yeah. 
Jeez. We are, we, this is far greater gap between the polls and the outcomes than we saw in 2016, where the problem was four or five points. Here we've got problems of 10 points. You know, Trump needed an inside straight of about 10 states. And so far, it looks like he's picking up all of them except for Arizona. Yeah, we'll see about Nevada, because we haven't uh, gotten anything from Nevada yet. Yeah, Nevada's just a hold, though. Yeah, yeah. it's a hold, and, and that will come in Democratic at this point. Yeah, week. I think it will. Most likely, yeah. Yeah, so that's not that's not a much concern. So, at this point you know, there's Iowa, but Iowa's not enough. You still need two out of the three, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I'm still thinking Pennsylvania is because uh, they're like 44 uh, votes right now. Yeah. And I, we mentioned um, legal battles before. Yep. There are going to be so many lawyers just airdropped into multiple counties yeah. to try to yeah. get people's vote on or get people's votes off. There's going to be a lot, I think, a lot of trading. And we're going to see uh, at least one court, uh, one case go to the Supreme Court. Wouldn't be surprising. Um, let's look at Virginia again. Virginia. That had been called, but. Virginia, Virginia, Maryland. Oh. Virginia. Virginia ballots have to be received by noon on Friday. Okay, but let's take so a they, So votes will still be trickling in over the course so of the week. Possibly quite a lot of them. Biden. You know, there must be nothing from the D.C. suburbs. That must explain how Biden can be called the winner when he's behind by three points. Yeah. Well, Arlington, Fairfax. Oh, that's for, so much for that 100%. theory. 100% Fairfax. In. There's that theory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Very weird. It's. I don't know why they're calling it. I don't know why. It, like, this is AP. I don't know why they're well, calling. BBC uh, is saying Fairfax, Virginia only. Uh, Fairfax County, only 28% of, of the votes are in. Oh, okay. That's well. really weird. Okay, so there's there's some... Well, that, that would help going on it. here. Um, Arlington right. County, Fairfax County. And, you know, Norfolk County, only uh, uh, 63%. Uh, Charlottesville. Oh, Charlottesville, uh, it, it's all... They've got all the counties. Yeah, Charlottesville is all set. Roanoke is... Uh, I'll set uh, Norfolk. Richmond, Virginia, only 23% of the vote in. So, yeah. so I mean, I'm going to be looking at Reuters more now because calling calling it like that is it's just, I'm not okay with it. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I think in the end, I, I, don't, I don't, I you know, Virginia will come in Democratic, yeah, but right. it's going to be close. It's going to, yeah. I think it is going to be, be close. close. Yeah. Going to be close. Yeah. Virginia should have been a 15 point victory for Biden. Yeah. My friend uh, Nick is on Twitch. Uh, it with may us still be saying Indiana has proved has proved me sad again. Um, yeah. Why so? Uh, he's from. He's, look at he's from that Indiana. Domination. <laughs> yeah. Um. Nick, you should have you should have worked harder. That's all I'm gonna say. That's this is your fault. <laughs> um, so let's see. This is right. Yeah. So, what's 
Uh, we're going. We it, we haven't. Is, had uh, Trump is still ahead in the popular vote? Looks yeah. like yeah. Trump is still ahead in the popular vote. Um, yeah, but, I, I mean, uh, California, it, you know, hasn't even begun to right, right, right. All the West, totals, right. So, yeah. It will it will swing back. It'll be close, but they'll they'll make up that two to two and a half million on the West Coast. Yeah, should, this is if <sighs> twenty sixteen Trump was ahead in the popular vote. Uh, on election time. night too, yep. Yep. <laughs> and this then is... you know he wound up yep. losing by three million. Yeah, so. yep. I, this is if I'm just thinking about if this uh, if it happens again that that Biden gets the popular vote and then Trump gets the the electoral college. Like, yeah, what is the reaction going to be? You know, like like nationally, not like there there are going to be protests if that happens. If that happens, but it, nationally, it becomes like, clear that the electoral college is essential to the Republicans' hold on control over the federal government, and they will cleave to it uh, more closely than ever before. There will be a lot of us who will be very upset. Um, and we will now begin to believe that we've got a structural problem, that time after time, the uh, one party is going to win the popular vote and the other the Electoral College. But that advantage is going to be so built into the political strategy of the Republican Party that there won't be any anything that can be done about it. It takes a constitutional amendment. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, we do have the uh, the the pact that... Um, pact. Yeah, the states can go Packed. to uh, the I forget what the exact name is, um, but uh, there is a pact that uh, states are entering into that if they yep. uh, if enough of them enter into it, then they will promise to apportion their uh, electoral votes. The, the, the national popular the, v the national popular vote interstate compact. Thank you, Mike. Nicely done, Michael. Thank you very much. Uh, there's Which, a great video by. Uh, cpj cpg gray um yeah see whatever uh about about this uh if you look online and it's it, it is a really interesting thing i think they only need like 15 more states or, or like 10 more states to sign on to it well it, yeah. it's not about the number of states it's about the number of electoral votes those states control right so yeah. currently yeah. Okay, here it is. 196 state, uh, 196 electoral votes worth of states, and the uh, the list includes, you know, Massachusetts, New York, California, uh, Illinois, New Jersey, um, you know, like a Most lot of the, the states you'd states expect. Tonight. You, you yeah, yeah, red, yeah. You, you need a red state. Well, Pennsylvania red states willing to give up well, their power. Yeah, well, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Uh, South Carolina and Virginia have uh, pending re re resolutions to do that. If they join on, that would be uh, 256 electoral votes worth, which yeah. is, again, great, but 14 electoral votes shy yeah. of making it happen. Yeah. So a lot of the low-hanging fruit are are gone. Like if, uh, uh, you know, if like, say, you know, Wisconsin or Michigan, uh you know Arizona. If a couple of other uh, states made the made the change, then it would. Uh, Speaking of which, Biden just Maine and New Hampshire by the, the way. popular vote. Oh, okay. Maine and New Looks Hampshire, like by it, the way, yeah. 
have Absolutely. not signed on to the uh, national popular vote interstate compact. So if they do, you know, that's that's another eight votes right there. So again, that's that's that would be enough to put them no it wouldn't be it'd be 262 so that'd be halfway again assuming we get ohio pennsylvania virginia south carolina new hampshire and maine would would put it within eight votes is california part of that yes okay i missed that sorry no the states currently part of it are washington oregon california uh new mexico colorado uh illinois uh New York, uh, uh, Maryland, the District of Columbia, uh, Delaware, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Vermont, uh, Hawaii, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, Biden has 52 million votes. Trump has 51. Is That is close. Yeah. <laughs> but there are a lot of vo- there are a lot of votes that are are ready to be counted and recounted and litigated. So, um, yeah, I'm just really I'm just really well, sad about ag- the question too. <laughs> I'm just really yeah, sad about me, it. Me too. But again, remember Virginia, which is a state we were kind of worrying about, even though we we think it's likely to go for the Democrats uh, because we're all lefties. Uh, but you know they're still receiving votes through friday right so that could be quite a swing i don't think anybody expects uh the mail-in vote to swing for trump but it could happen yeah right and you know like we said the i think the last hour the like the red mirage thing uh is could be very very real um there's just so it's you know what it's just so much going on uh and just in just in general, just thinking about things in general, there's just so much going on. The, this fire hose of uh, of information. Um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how how things are going to be after. However, this is going to be decided. Like how our uh, information landscape is going to change. Like, what do you guys think about that? Cosmic question, genre. No, no question about it. Um, you know, if if Trump wins the presidential election, having sort of eviscerated the line between attempting to tell the truth and not, um, I, I guess I think what we're going to see is uh, kind of kind of no holds barred. On, on the use of disinformation as a political tool. What do you mean I, by I, that? What I mean by that is that uh, people will see that the way to get ahead politically uh, is basically to pretend that reality doesn't exist. What do you think, Steve? I think the same. It's frightening. Um, yeah, I mean, we're locked into this, this situation on the electoral vote with, with no real way out. Oh, I still think no real way out of it. And, and, and Trump, I, you know, he, he starts that third turn thing again. Now, technically, we have a constitutional amendment to that effect. 
but who knows? Uh, so we're in, you know, it's it's hard to put, it's hard to put, uh, uh, e even if the Senate holds, I mean, uh, you know, the yeah. result holds for the Democrats, it's, it's hard to put a good face on uh, Donald Trump remaining as president. Um, in any form or fashion. Well, what do you think about the other side? Like, if if uh, if Biden wins, what do you think that's that? What what do you think is going to happen to our information landscape then? Like, how will the new? Do you think the news would change, or do you think uh, the way that the news is reported is just that's just the way it is now? What do you I, think, actually, Mike? No, but uh, well, just uh, I mean, just I, I'm, I'm I think I didn't answer your question. Oh. for one second. So. So I, I mean I, I I think it's the same issue. They're, they're independent questions, um, but the answer is it wouldn't have changed. I don't think things would have changed. You know, had Hillary won, okay, we just would have had the QAnon on on steroids, um, and probably the same with Biden. So th this this dynamic that you're describing is one that has an an independent source of life. Uh, yes, Trump has fed it. Um, but uh, it, it exists beyond that. Uh, and, you know, we got to get a better hold. I mean, it's just, you know, we're talking about how the polls don't seem to line up with the reality. I mean, the other striking thing is for four years, okay, Donald Trump's numbers have never risen to the, the percentage of the vote that he's getting here. Mm. Yes. What's that telling you? Yes. <laughs> like, it's telling me that there are a lot of votes still to be counted. Yeah. You know, maybe. Yes. Well, you're right. I, you're right. I, I just, you're right. Let's not forget that. I'm, I don't mean to. Well, I mean, if you're just talking about his his job approval just over the past four years, he he has rarely gone above 50 percent. He's which, never gone. I don't know if he's he, gone before. No, he, he never he has. has. He has gone over 50 percent a couple times. Really? Uh, in the past in the past few years, it was after uh, some major legislation was passed or or, you know, like Saddam uh, Kuhn whatever uh his assassination of people or something like that he the, the highest he got was like 53 to 55 at mm. like at most okay. and that's only happened a couple times it was very strange mm. uh but for the most part he's been between like 30 and 40 percent like for for the bulk of his president presidency uh I don't know what's. I mean, with everything that's happening now, I don't know if he's going to be like this is nationally too. So that that includes Democrats and Republicans. Republican Party has has him at like ninety percent all the time, but uh, with adding independents and everything like that is going to be. I don't know. Like maybe he's going to go below. Below thirty, like more more often. You know, and just on the other side, like thinking about Biden's job approval, like how are the Republicans going to react? Are they going to react in the same way? You mean, are they always going to be negative no matter what Biden does? Yeah, basically. Are um, they going I, to go sleepy man bad instead of orange man bad? <laughs> I suspect they will, because the um, from what I can tell, uh, it seems to me that the Republican mindset like the way that they think about the world and the way they feel about the world is always uh agonistic to be all yeah. highfalutin to be that it's always a confrontation it's always a battle it's always a fight 
it's always us versus them. And uh, that has advantages uh, in terms of being able to motivate people. It's like, as soon as you get them to buy into that, well, then it's just a matter of like, well, do you want to be us or do you want to be them? And, um, you know, that, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, you get people sort of, you know, longing for the good old days of the Cold War because it was us versus them. And I think that's, you know, and again, why people... I think one of the reasons why a lot of right-wing discourse is focused on the threat of Islamic terrorism, because, oh, there's an us, or there's a them that, that we can be us against, you know? Like that, that was, uh, you know, that was a, a, a foundational opposition that uh, people have been looking for. I remember uh, in 1996 uh, with the Oklahoma City bombing, um, you know, before we really knew anything about who had done it or, or why, uh, I remember a number of news uh, uh, pundits were con- were speculating about how it might have been Muslims. And yeah. it's like, we have no idea. And of course, it very much wasn't. <laughs> I mean, that was partly because of the 93 bombing of the World Trade Center, right? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But again, there was no evidence to suggest that it was, you know, that had been done by anybody. Like, like when there was no information... People were freely speculating about it being Muslims. I didn't hear anybody saying, I bet it's local. I bet it's domestic Nazis. Yeah. Which, of course, was the correct answer. Mm. Yeah. Uh, hey, Shara, what do you got on Ohio these days? I'm, I'm curious. These days? Ohio these days? I got. I think it's coming in at 5%. 88% of the 88% votes. 88% is a lot of expected votes. 53 to 45. And, and no. eight point gap with only 12 percent of the votes yeah. left to be yeah. counted yeah no, that's of the votes they've received again ballots are still be coming in in ohio through friday yeah, definitely yeah. It, it's it, it's 88% of expected votes. What yeah. I'm what I'm not sure about is what the denominator is there. Expected yeah. votes. Yeah. If that's you know, the total does, number of expected votes, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Well, what yeah. does expected if votes it's mean? It's the total number of expected votes tonight then your point's very strong, Michael. I think this yeah. is just expected votes. Yes, um, but expected when? By whom? I mean, just in the in terms of the electorate. Like, Ohio, right. like, the, the expected, like, I think... 88% of the people who are, when it's all over, expected to have voted? Yeah, that's what the footnote says, isn't yeah. it? Uh, let, me, let me check the footnote. If you, if you get that footnote down below, it, it, it describes it. Inc- incidentally, it looks like the numbers in Iowa have changed. There, uh, Iowa has flipped to Trump now? It looks that way. Yeah. Share of expecting votes counted reflects recorded votes and the best estimate of the total number of votes cast, according to Edison Research. Hmm. Total number of votes cast. Yeah. So they are expect. So right now they are thinking that 88% of votes have been cast or have been counted. And this is how they are seeing it reflected, but this number can change. And, and that, that's the thing. Like we, we're, we're looking at the, I mean, I know I'm looking at this election, like the, the numbers that I'm seeing as normal, like as in the, like in my lifetime. And this is, even more than 2016, this is a crazy election, like an absolute wild election because there's so many moving parts. There's so many things that are happening and can happen 
and it's 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 hard to judge you know yeah i guess i'm having an easier and easier time judging <laughs> well i noticed for example you know i was just looking at north carolina and there's about a hundred thousand vote uh lead by both uh trump in the presidential and race and, and tom tillis in the senate race uh but again it's worth noting that ballots will be accepted in north carolina through thursday of next yes. week the 12th yes. so yes. how many of how many ballots are coming in i mean i don't know but the idea that oh, there could be like a wave of absentee ballots coming in that would make up a hundred thousand vote gap doesn't seem crazy to me given uh, to me it depends on uh what what our percentage uh is that has, has well 90 they counted. say 95 percent of the vote is currently counted in north carolina but I mean, they can't count votes they don't have. So if they've got 95% of the vote right now, that the votes they've got right yeah. now counted, and it's like I said, about 100K lead for, for Tillis and for Trump each in their respective races. Yeah. Well, how many more absentee votes are coming in? Well, well the, the a lot of those of are going to broke. I mean, we presume a lot of- 5% of, uh, right. of the total. Well, and we're, we, we presume- like I, I think it likely that a lot of those will break heavily for the Democrats. Oh, I think but, that's right. Okay, well, so I mean, it's possible they'll make up a hundred thousand vote gap, and I don't see point, it in the math. Okay, unless, unless the, uh, we're wrong about what the denominator is. Yeah, yeah, that's a big split to make up. Ugh. Well, can we um, also look and see at when you have a chance uh, mm -hmm. at Iowa? Well, all right. So if it's five percent of the vote, and the votes there are. Let's see, 5 million votes cast in the state right now. Okay. So 5% of that is a quarter of a million. Correct. That's right. So if you have a to make up 100,000. Right. Gotta, so if a quarter of a million. You got to win two thirds of, of the vote. Right. right. You got you to win at least two thirds of the vote. Sure. That includes is it military crazy? votes, et cetera. I mean, that's right. It, but is it crazy to think that two thirds of that vote coming in will break for the, for the Democrats? I don't, I don't think it is. It's by no means guaranteed. But yeah. I don't think it's absurd because a lot of the people who will be motivated to vote absentee yeah. are yeah. going to be people who lean left. And I don't think the military vote will break as strongly for Trump as it might have in previous mm. years. That, I mean, that's true. That's Republicans true. have long had an advantage. But yeah. Trump has like I've talked to people who, you know, like, you know, my uncle who served in Vietnam, for example, there's a lot of anger at President Trump yeah. because a lot of people believed him when he said, God, the people who went to Vietnam and Iraq, they're suckers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about the Senate race in Iowa? Senate race in Iowa is. We're looking at Ernst um, at 50 percent and Greenfield at 47 percent. We do have 66 of yeah. the percentage uh, in, yep. incoming. Yep. Yep. Actually, That's... let me look at the house. Doesn't look good. House first, fourth. Fourth is going to. The Republican, of course. At least it's not uh, Steve King. That's what I'm happy about. <laughs> Iowa fourth. <laughs> that I'm so glad he's gone. I was so happy when Steve King was basically booted I was out. Happy to see him go. That the idea that he would have so unpopular, he might have, uh, uh, you know, lost the seat in the general was. was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that is true. That is definitely true. 
Uh, we're, we actually have 52% coming in for California. Um, very much for Biden. Very much. Yeah. There were a couple of interesting uh, congressional races in uh, uh, Katie Porter's race. I mean, in, in Southern California, Orange Devin County, Nunes yeah. and Katie Porter. So I'm, I'd love to see what, if there are any. I don't any know more. her district number. Uh, Let's see here. Katie Porter is at 60%. Good. Uh, with 68% reporting. I think she's, she's going to keep her seat. And that's yeah. really great. She she is one of our rising yeah. stars. Absolutely. Yeah. Watch watch Katie Porter. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I she's going places. I hope. I would love to see her as speaker. Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> She's going. I would let, like I was thinking maybe she could take uh Harris's spot in the Senate, but I think her being in the house is might be more beneficial. Um someone in chat says, "Do you think Michigan will swing to Biden?" Let's take a look. Well, I don't have a book, but I do have this site. A little reading rainbow joke anyway oh, um 46 percent uh that's michigan sorry uh no, yeah michigan that's what we're looking at 46 yeah. percent um 54 to 43 i don't know i don't know yeah. um larger uh i mean wayne county which includes what do you Detroit, got from, from, it's only 28 yeah. percent that so it is a very there's good a chance that's a lot of Detroit votes still left to be counted a ton a oh, ton oh it's gonna be it's gonna be much closer but that's not good I mean it's just it's frightening no it's a big gap it's a it's big gap it is but you know this is another one where we do have where less than forty we, my we man Nate Silver had had it twelve points the other way yeah like we do have less than fifty percent of the votes and most of them are again from from smaller counties and even then they're 56 44 you know like so and we really need to look at detroit when we're looking at yeah, detroit, michigan as a whole and detroit, we only have Am like a third Ann of Arbor those votes Flint. yeah um and if wayne county keeps going the way it is then it's it's going to go heavy for biden and arbor even more so and again and again ballots in michigan can be received through friday exactly yeah. So the votes, not all the votes have even been received. In Michigan, Michigan, there's still a chance, despite the gap now. It's still a shocking gap. Yeah, uh, but um, most of Biden's votes, I think, I think this, I think Michigan is another, is a state that we really need to look at in terms of, like people were saying, like the red mirage kind of thing, because we are going to see a lot yeah. of mail-in ballots, especially because of the the way the governor has been treating the virus and the the corona outbreak, uh, she has been so adamant about um, about keeping safe, about wearing masks. So a lot of people that support her and would and follow her lead would probably be uh, sending in sending in their ballots. You think um, a lot of people come out for Big Gretch? She has the best theme song. Well, there's that. So. <laughs> God, I love that theme song. Um, so mail-in ballots requested in Michigan, three million. Uh, wow, that's, that is that's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> yes. 
Um, the most mail-in ballots requested were in California. Um, I think reporting is spotty across the, uh, across the country, but Michigan is definitely, is, that's a, that's a hell of a lot. So that is going to be a big swing, I think. Um, especially if a lot of them are in the, are in the urban areas. Yeah. Well, and and we we also had the mail situation there in Detroit. So we'll have to find out what's happening with that. Exactly. Any any update? Hang on, John, that thing you were looking at, how many mail-in votes ballots were requested in, like, uh, uh, do you have, like, a whole thing there, like North Carolina? Um, North Carolina, I don't have, uh, like, I a, wasn't sure if that was, uh, that site would, like, list all the states. Um, see California I, I, I have to hover over. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. North Carolina so, is North Carolina, a million votes. Million and a half. Um, well, million and a half, right. A million okay. and a half, yeah. Uh, and... How many for Michigan? Michigan is like I said, three million. Three point three million. Ohio. Ohio is three point two. And Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is three. These are all these battleground right. states have a lot of, a lot of shit going stuff going on. So, <laughs> um, there, there's a. I mean, Jesus, Delaware or Jersey, settle down. Six point six million. Um, so there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of votes coming in over the next week and even over the next like 10 days, like we were saying. Um, so there's, uh, there's, there, there's a lot. Oh, uh, Nevada is starting to come in. We only have 1%. (laughs) So that's not a ton, but, uh, it's. 3,000 votes for Trump, for yeah. Trump and 836 for Biden. Yeah. <laughs> so we're approaching uh, uh, midnight where we'll have a few more states coming in. And I, I know we were talking about wrapping up uh, uh, midnight or shortly thereafter. Yeah, uh, I think so. I, I, at this point, um, we're we're just going to see numbers trickling in uh, the the bulk of the night is is pretty much like it's an interesting map and it's and i think we're going to see a lot of shifts over the next few days once once we get yeah. some finalized vote, votes coming in do you guys um we have a we have like 10 minutes do you, or or 5 minutes do you want to uh well i want any... to chime in just for a moment yeah. because you asked earlier about what will happen uh uh after the election but especially if trump wins but even if he doesn't right and i think um i i you know, I, I haven't spent a ton of time outside the United States, but I have traveled abroad a little bit and I try to at least read a little bit about what's what's going on in the political discourse of other countries. And one thing that's really struck me is, for example, Italy. Um, very few people in Italy, uh, uh, you know, seem to have much trust in their government, as in not only do they they they, they don't, you know, think their government is. You know, I think the government is corrupt and controlled by, uh, you know, oligarchs and whatnot, which is a, a familiar feeling. But they don't trust their government's um, agencies to give them accurate information. And until recently, I think most Americans would have believed the Centers for Disease Control when they said this is what we need to do about a disease. 
you know, and the National Weather Service, if they reported like this is what's going on with, you know, this uh, tropical storm system that could become a hurricane, you know, we would have confidence in that. And that um, that sense of technical competence that like, yeah, 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 there's there's a lot we can argue about, but we also have a lot of uh, uh, confidence in uh uh, you know, uh, our knowledge professionals, scientists and other experts to come up with solid information that we can work with. I think that's increasingly uh, in jeopardy. I mean, especially if Trump wins, because, uh, I mean, there's there's a, a significant segment of the populace that, uh, you know, cleaves to th that that won't accept that, you know, the QAnon types, the people who, uh, you know, believe Trump and nobody else. And the idea that, um, uh, you know, there's no uh, reliable source of information, even about certain, you know, specific discrete topics, uh, you know, like, you know, how infectious is this disease or what's going on with the weather or whatever. Um, when it gets to that, uh, get that point, it's really hard for us to function as a modern society we become you know a much uh, you know we become something much older like a like the way things used to be and i think that's part of why there's a strategy to undermine uh confidence mm -hmm. in the electorate as well um you know like like i i remember uh I, i've you know studied uh you know the history of of europe mostly but uh you know the the wars of religion that uh you know defined a lot of europe's history over the past 500 years and certainly had some echoes here in the us you know a lot of it was about like well which flavor of christian are you going to be and i think a big part of the reason why people cared so much is you know there's no popular polling you know that you don't have elected leaders you don't have a sense of well this is the percentage of the population that's with you you know it's like you've got rumors and what people over here in taverns or whatever you know there's not a lot of mass media to to consume and help you know gauge what people are thinking and you know when it's nobody really has has an overview of what's going on or any confidence in uh the reliability of anything they hear um I, I think that's when a society really uh, I, I think the ability of a society to be as complex and sophisticated and interdependent as ours is, you know, in a nation of 330 million on a planet of seven and a half billion with global communications networks and travel and everything else. You know, I, I, I really I shudder to think what will happen if we lose that. Yeah. So. That's yeah. a fun thing to think about. Just <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Eve? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, agree. I think your observations are, are quite astute. Uh, yeah, you know, I think that, you know, Thanks. let's assume that the map doesn't change precipitously by the time we next uh, convene, whatever. Um, uh, you mean and if then, everything leaning the way it, way it currently is doesn't change? Yeah. Then the question is, you know, where from here? I mean, uh, as uh, Bruce said earlier, you know, we had a shot at Trump and missed. Um, however, you know, my gut here tells me that, and it, that the next time America speaks, uh, you know, the 2022 will be 
really governed by issues of climate, um, will be governed by what happens with the coronavirus at that point in time. If there's, you know, if you know, a failed, uh, you know, if they're just, you know, if we don't get therapy, you know, therapeutics and or vaccines, um, you know, I think a lot of those are, uh, Republican governors are, are vulnerable. The, the problem, of course, is that, you know, what also made this such a big year um, was this, this is the decennial. So this is, this is the census that controls the composition of Congress for the next decade. Uh, we haven't talked about that in this, and that's probably a separate discussion about, uh, about yeah. that. But I, but I do see that the, uh, both the demographics and I think the substantive issues coming up, you know, should in many ways uh, bolster uh, progressive politics. Steve, you're more optimistic than I am. Um, uh, I hope you're right. Um, I'm, I'm feeling kind of humbled by my own ignorance, uh, even if somehow Biden does well enough in the remaining states with the remaining votes to make a contest of this so that, you know, we litigate over who's the president and he somehow wins. Uh, you know, when Trump was elected in 2016, we feared him, we feared the worst, but now we've seen him for four years and he's significantly worse, I think, than our worst fears. Yes. And he's also an open book. Um, our countrymen have decided to buy into that. Yeah. They've seen it. They want it. They're reelecting him because of it. Hold on. I think that is a turn away from a willingness to address climate, to address well, COVID, it, it, to it, address it, anything. Let's. But that's let, the that's the electoral college. That's not the, you know the popular vote is going to go. Do, I, do we have a news flash? No, I'm. I just want to say. He has not been reelected. We That's don't right. know. I really want to stress that there is there are a lot of factors. Yep. This looks bad, but there's yep. a lot of red and a lot of pink on this best, map. Best, but best case is that it's close enough to litigate. That's not the best case. The best case is right. that the the best case is that that he wins uh michigan wisconsin ohio and pennsylvania after oh. everything's uh counted then yeah. at there will be court cases but after that that is the best case that he that he does win yeah there a likely case is going to be that there are going to be some states and no one is going to get uh, 270 until those states are decided. However, Trump is going to to claim victory at some point in the next couple days. Let's just, <laughs> but we just re I just really want to 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 stress that really in actuality we don't know. Yeah, the the fact that I live in a country where half of its voters. Uh, come back to this guy after watching him in action for four years. Yeah. It's, uh, it's... <laughs> I'm humbled by my lack of understanding of the place I've lived in for 75 years. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is worth noting, like, I don't know if it'll be half, but it is worth noting that for sure, 
Trump has gotten 57 million votes. Even if he didn't get a single other vote in all the ones that remain to be counted, uh, that's still 57 million Americans who are like, yep, this is good. Mm -hmm. So that is indeed. And close to 49% of those cast so far. That's right. And it's... I honestly, I wish I could say that that was surprising. Um, that that was like yeah. for me that that was some yeah. for some somehow shocking, yeah. but yeah. it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yep. But it, you know, it's it's a possible. It's a it's a thing that 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 can happen. This this could happen. This could. Uh, like things could change. We, it, there are so many, like I said, so many factors, just so many that we have to make sure that we, uh, that we're prepared for e for any eventuality. If that makes sense. It does. <laughs> Currently with, with the map that we have here, um, and with in guessing Alaska goes to Trump and Hawaii yes. goes to uh, Biden. Biden. Um, seems, I was I was just counting likely. all the all the votes. Um, Biden would have two fifty eight and Trump would have two eighty. If Ohio and Michigan switch, um, actually that's with Pennsylvania being being blue if ohio and pennsylvania and michigan switch that would that would put biden at 292 and trump at 246 uh there there is a lot of play just with those three states so as we as we end up uh on this on this broadcast uh you know keep the faith we don't know what's what's going to happen over the next like couple weeks no we don't yeah it's kind of frustrating, but it's also at least there's not a definite answer right now. And I think I, I kind of like that. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Uh, I, I, I do wish that uh, uh, Trump was as unpopular as he deserves to be. But yeah, yeah. Well, I, I you know, like 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 we were saying, there are millions of of uh, 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 requested absentee ballots out there and we have no idea how many you know still remain to be received so yeah uh, I think it's time to wrap up though um, we're going to get we're, there's going to be numbers coming in throughout the night but uh, this is this Valley is Free really Radio. where it's going to be until we get some more mail-in votes which is going to be like we said over <laughs> yeah. the next couple of weeks so this has been Valley Free Radio's election night coverage, uh, 2020. Uh, I'm Michael Dow from Civil Politics. Uh, and uh, uh, thank you to uh, uh, John Roberts, also from Civil Politics, and uh, uh, Sue Timberlake from Civil Politics, and uh, Stephen Linsky, Bruce Miller, Bob Gardner, Taki Weiland, and um, uh, who am I forgetting? Emicon Tudian, yes, thank you. Uh, we're uh, all joined us on this uh, uh, broadcast. 
So uh, Civil Politics is Fridays at 7 p.m. And Occupy the Airwaves is... Uh, what is Sundays it? at 10. Sundays at 10 a.m. Right. So uh, thank you all for listening. This is uh, Michael Dow signing off for uh, Valley Free Radio, uh, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM, out of Northampton, Massachusetts. Good night, folks. Good night. Thank you, John. Thank, thank you. Thank Thanks, you all Sean. for coming. This is Danny T. from Collateral Banter. You're listening to the Planet Side Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcast.com.